Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This is Will Noonan, and you're listening to Who Are These Podcasts. Now let me do one. Now we doing as Opie. All right. <laughs> brother man, brother man, brother man. I'm trying to burp. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, you're listening. What's that? You're listening to Who Are These Pod. What is that what it's called? <laughs> E-Rock. <laughs> Slobo, get in here. It's perfect. I love it. All right, with that, let's get this show started. Are you a boner guy? Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoonie. It's showtime. A W A T P. Rubber Dicks and Cuzaroos, welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that keeps Greg Hughes relevant. With me this week, popping his WATP cherry, it's Will Noonan. Welcome, Will. What's up, everybody? Great to be here. Um, I've never had so many people want me to do a podcast before, and it's an honor and a pleasure to um, be here I'm today. glad we finally got this set up. Please go yeah. to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and of course, the link to our Patreon, featuring two bonus episodes every single month. We also encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and then shit all over us in the comments section. <laughs> today, we'll be reviewing a podcast called... The Opie Radio Podcast. This is not a rerun, people. This is a brand new episode, if you're listening. Uh, we have both listened to the show. Well, actually, I just talked to Will. He has not listened to the show. I've listened to the show. <laughs> Producer Chris has listened to the show. The important thing is that we have not discussed this beforehand. Let's get into it. This is a podcast where Opie from the Opie and Anthony show uh, slowly melts into obscurity while losing his mind. <laughs> It's it's really something spectacular to listen to in small doses, very yeah. small, like micro doses. Well, it's it's wild. Like, I, I just got to say before we even get into it, you know, like, like I do have massive amounts of respect for Opie, for Greg Opie. He grew up listening to him and Anthony Me too. every day. Yep. Uh, and and listen to him and Jimmy. I, I like I'm a fan. I just like uh, you remember how we always used to talk about. Opie always talked about he would wave at Howard Stern and just just to kind of like throw like you know hey Howard and then like they wouldn't even let Opie in that part of the building anymore. Correct. Remember that? Yep. So my making fun of Opie, my brother man videos, they're my wave at Opie. They're my hey Howard. Only it's only it's uh Opie in just the way that Howard has no idea who Opie is. Opie has no idea who I am. So I always just want to <laughs> say that I don't like think i'm better than opie i don't think that i'm like you know i don't think that he's not successful but in the words of the great Luis gomez who i love dearly 
uh, I met Anthony first. I made friends with Anthony first, and Anthony, I'm on Team Anthony. <laughs> All right. Well, <laughs> I hope that now that that disclaimer is out of the way, you're you're yeah. ready to dig in a little bit. I hope you... I'm ready to dig in. All but right. I just I, I got so many it? I got so many people telling me like, yeah, go fuck that guy. He's a piece of garbage. I'm like, all right, let's not like take it too far. All right, the guys is you know he's the Opie and Anthony show was dope. It was dopey and Anthony. So just like I just want to say that before. But the reason why Will was on my radar is because he did a great parody video of Opie in the streets trolling around with his phone, talking to Joe Rogan. Yeah, you've done several of them. And and honestly, it makes (laughs) it makes it makes Anthony laugh so hard that that's why I started doing it because it was like the hardest I had made Anthony laugh was like making fun of that. I, I that was where I thought it was so fucking funny of him to be like. Come on, Joe. Like, bro, we've been friends a long time. Like, what the fuck? Like, come on. Why won't you do it? You're the busiest guy in show business right now, and your podcast is crushing it. Like, why won't you just come on my, like, podcast that I record walking down the street? Right, and know? the best part was he goes, I even told you I thought your podcast was great. It's like, okay, Joe, Joe hears that all the time. You think you're going to yeah. kiss his ass a little bit to get him to go on your show? The best part about that, the reason why he was so butthurt, is because when Joe Rogan was in New York for that weekend, the first thing he did was go on Anthony's show. And he didn't even respond oh, yeah. to OP. No, that's what it was. Re- that's what it's really about. He wants to be like, hey, we both did something for you. Why are you only like Ant? You know what I mean? And I, that That's sort of like, I, I talk about this with my producer, Paul. We we probably talk about Opie as much as you guys do. Like, we're just like, everyone's fascinated with Opie, you know, and like who he is and what he's doing. But I always thought the thing that I liked about him and like the thing that I understand about Opie and why I can do an Opie impression so well is because I get it. I'm like, I'm part Opie deep down, but I think a lot of us are part Opie deep down, but we skip by those jokes. Like you get your Opie jokes first and you're like, all right, I'm not going to make that joke. It's like a little too obvious. It's a little too silly. It's a little too much of a dad joke. And then you get into the good stuff. And the beauty of Opie is that he just goes with that stuff, like, right away. The beauty of Opie. I, I like how you spun that at the end. And what's great about him is he doesn't give a shit if he sounds stupid. And it's the most obvious joke. He's I, not going for the funny. He's I actually going for, have like, an example of just what you're talking about. Let's go. Because for some reason, his show is in the comedy category on Apple Podcasts. There's no, there's no jokes. There's nothing funny going on. He's talking about his brother-in-law's COVID, and he's talking about politics for some reason and everything else. But he does at one point turn it into a comedy show when he says this, and I think this illustrates the point that you just made perfectly. Sweet Lucy was a dancer. <laughs> Is that the only <laughs> song that has the word cunnilingus in it, by the way? <laughs> Deep Purple? Sweet Lucy was a dancer. I dare you to figure out another song that has the word cunning lingus in it. Oh, my God. I can barely say it. But I could still do it. <laughs> Good one, Obi. Good uh, one. Hey, all right, that's so what I'm saying. I wanted that to sit like, there for a second. Obi's like everyone, <laughs> every one of us after like six beers, you're hanging out with like your dad and your uncle and like you're like that level of humor that you're trying to do. You know, you're like, ah, oh, cunning linguist. Oh, boy. Oh, uh. You know, it's just hilarious. I don't know. All right, so yeah. Opie's show format is he's on Facebook Live. He pops onto Facebook Live, and he's just interacting with the 100 or so people who are in there with him who are messaging him in real time. And what's so funny about this 
And Chris and I were rolling. Like, this is his show format. He's the one who came up with it. And then he gets pissed, even though it's a ask me questions and I'll answer them show. He gets pissed if you don't ask the right questions. Shane, oh my God, I got to answer the same questions every single day. And it drives some of you nuts. Uh, I, uh, I still have a place in New York City. We abandoned the place. So somebody asked him, do you still have your apartment in New York? Because he's been living out in the Hamptons for the last yeah. six months, seven months. And he's like, oh, my God, I got to answer this question again. It's like, oh, but you don't have a set schedule. You just pop on live whenever you want to. People aren't following your podcast. You've seen the numbers. People aren't listening to every single answer you've ever given and know every question you've ever gotten. And honestly, I listen to Opie quite a bit. I've never heard anybody ask him that. And he's like, that's the question that's bothering you? You still got a place in New York? Even if you were Tom Cruise and everyone's asking you the same 10 questions or whatever, it's such a dickhead celebrity move to be like, oh, my God, everyone just asks me the same <laughs> questions. It's like, oh, you know, like it's uh, people are interested in your life. You know, that's be a happy good thing. Someone's are, asking you yeah. anything. It's yeah, a that's miracle. Like, There's 100 people hanging out in Facebook Live. These people have nothing going on that they're watching Opie. One of the things I always that always bothered me about Opie listening to the show was when he would be like i hate mentally ill people i can't be around (laughs) mentally ill people and i was like what the fuck kind of thing is that to say man it's like i get you might want not want to be around your mom i got that shit but it's like mentally ill people it's like you run a radio show with pod what you work with jim norton like you and like you work with mentally ill people man like that's the gig like comedy is filled with Well, that's, mentally ill. No, I've I know, been documenting but that's, this for the last two years. <laughs> but that that's that's like the irony of it all. He's like he's like, my mom like was a paranoid woman. She thought everyone was against her. She thought everyone was like not on her side. Erock, what are you looking at me like that for? You know what I mean? Like he was <laughs> right. always so he was like reliving all of the stuff he hated about like you know, yeah, which is common. That's just how that happens, yeah. The vicious cycle of uh, mental mm. illness. So the show format is people just get on there and they chat with him and he responds to people. Now, he doesn't have to. Like, as you know, we have people chatting in the Discord right now. I'm not paying attention to it because we actually yeah. have a show format and things to talk about. But Opie just sits there and reads the things, whether he likes the question or not. Now, Will, if I asked you, what is Opie famous for? What would your answer be? The Opie and Anthony the show. The Opie and Anthony show, right. This is why we know who he is. And he gets yeah. pissed anytime someone brings up anything about Opie and Anthony. Such as this example. Yeah. Call Anthony Pablo. Why the obsession with this horse shit? Why? Why do I have to do that? Just because you love the Opie and Anthony show. And I really, really respect and appreciate the people that loved the Opie and Anthony show. But there's nothing in that for me anymore. But Opie, don't get pissed if someone brings it up. It's the only reason why you're famous. It's because yeah, you're on the Opie Anthony show. It's not because you were that's a disc jockey in Boston back in 96 by yourself. <laughs> no, I mean, Anthony himself, like, you know, I mean, every time you're with him, someone comes up and just goes, like, I love the Opie and Anthony show. And he's like, thank you. You know what I mean? Like, that's it. That's all you got to say. Right. <laughs> like, Thanks. We had a great time doing it. I, you know, like, that's and all. It's... Not for nothing, but he's concerned that someone on social media is being a troll. Do you know how many people troll me on social media uh, minute by minute? I mean, you're watching the, the Discord there, Chris. It's probably happening right now. It's like, yeah, what, I mean, what are you, stupid? You don't have to read those questions. If it's bothering was, you, if it's triggering you so much, just leave it alone. 
that's the problem. I mean, I don't even one thing about him is if you're going to be that sensitive, like you really shouldn't <laughs> even put out a podcast because or even have a Twitter account because it's kind of like that's what people do. You know what I mean? Oh, and, yeah. Uh, he talks about Twitter a lot and how it's a cesspool. And yeah, he, I, he hates there's it. There's a few. There's people like I'm like, why do you let that get to you, man? It's like those people are like Bobby Kelly always said, like to people on that show, he's like. And, and other people, too. He's like, you just got to take the hit. Like, just take the joke. The joke will be on someone else in a couple minutes. Right. You know, sometimes it's on you. That's the fun. You know, but every time, like, you'd hear, sometimes with Opie, you'd hear, like, this big, everyone's going around the room shitting on each other. And then it gets to Ope, and he's like, no, hey, 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 no, I don't do that, guys. I right. don't do that. You know what I mean? It just and you're ruins like, it. Yeah. Yeah, and it just kills the bit. It kills it's like, the whole oh. thing. And I, I've heard Bobby always be like, come on, take the hit. You know what I mean? So I'm going to get into this in a little bit because Opie hates getting trolled on Twitter, but he also talks about how he likes to throw things out about Trump that are controversial, which of course is going to get a conversation started. So you can't have it both ways. You can't be like trolling people and also get pissed at people trolling you. But anyway, we'll get into that in a second. (laughs) A couple more examples of him getting triggered by what people are saying in his chat room. The country needs O&A. Oh, my God, Mike. What are you talking about? <laughs> that show is dead. <laughs> I mean, it's a I compliment, right? I can't, I, It'd be I great can't if Obi Anthony was still on. Like, oh, thanks. I know. It was a great show. Everyone loved it. Great. I love, I really love doing the impression of Opie. And, like, all I can hear is, like, the impress. He's doing the impression of himself, like, right now. He's like, come on, guys. You know, like, that's just classic. That's, like, his his verb of his attitude. He must wake up and go, like, oh, the morning, coffee, <laughs> oh, eggs, bacon, oh, toast. You know he's insufferable to live with. You know, know that's it. the case. I, I mean, I just imagine he just seemed like that. I mean, that's what you love about shows like Opie and Anthony. You know, you, like you tune in every day, five days a week. It's like they're your friends. You're listening to these guys. And Opie became like that dude you work with who you're like, why is it got to be like that? Why is that dude got to be so weird? Like, that's kind of what it ended up being. I always felt like I remember when Jimmy said to him on one of the shows, he was like, dude, you say weird shit to people. And I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, it sums it up perfectly. I was like, you summed it up perfectly because that's the stuff. It's like, <laughs> it's like not just weird. It's like you're thinking about it. You're like, what the fuck did that even mean to both of us? You know, this is interesting because after somebody says we need O and A, he says that most of the podcasts that are out there, especially ones featuring comedians are stealing their format. Listen to this. Thank you. Michael Long says it. Stop talking about ONA. That's right. We're doing this now. And if you like it, great. If you don't, that's okay, too. There's simply a million. At this point, there's a million podcasts out there. Just (laughs) people just babbling with each other. Most of them are kind of stealing the whole old ONA format. (laughs) (laughs) So, again, everyone's ripping him off. But, of course, they did it amazingly, and no one else can do it because they were so talented. Now, I'm going to play a clip, and this is where, Will, I'm really interested in your opinion on this because he starts ragging on any podcast where comedians are on it. And this is a little bit of a longer clip, but this is great because he starts doing an impression of what he thinks these podcasts sound like. They're, They're probably out there. I don't know what they are. I don't know what he's talking about. Maybe you do. But listen to this. He is so disrespectful to comedians. 
<laughs> I swear, man, if I have to hear another comedian and their stupid podcast just babbling and babbling and babbling, oh my god, I never realized that that me and you were friends. Oh my god, what? Tell me about your experience in the comedy <laughs> clubs. Do you, have a, do you have a story about a comedy owner or being ripped off or you want to talk about a heckler? Something that happened to you while you were doing stand-up? Uh, let's talk about the, the condo and how you had to <laughs> live for the weekend with strangers. Shut up! You're not interesting! <laughs> The best wow. part about that, at the very end there, he's talking about the condo, living with strangers. Yeah. He just had Tammy Pescatelli on a month ago, and I played the clip where they were talking about her living in a condo. Like, Opie, this I is your show. Tell <laughs> me about the condo. Uh, <laughs> what is he talking about? I don't hear a lot of podcasts where they're talking about the life of a stand-up comedian. Maybe I'm missing that. All right, now I'm glad I heard that because now I feel better about this whole operation. I knew you would. But, you know... That's that's kind of funny thing about Opie. Like before he blocked me on Twitter, <laughs> he uh, he used to kind of I would I would try and get his attention by kind of saying stuff like, you know, like Opie, this is what's really happening here. Like you know what I mean? I was like, these people are making fun of you. They're not your friends or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, one time he was like shitting all over comedians, and I was like, I was like Opie, I was like comedians will say anything to you, like to get. You know, like when you're when you're when you're the host of a popular radio show, I'm like comedians will say anything to make you laugh. To, to what what they say in the room, they don't really mean. And he's like, exactly, exactly. He retweeted me. He wrote exactly, and then he wrote, and who the fuck are you to me? I'm like, oh great. So it's just like a little dig mixed in with the. Uh... Well, he obviously didn't get it. He wasn't understanding. Yeah, he he wasn't picking up what you, were, what you were putting down. And he had to say, and by the way, I don't even know who the fuck you are. Like, thanks, Alpha. Yeah, like <laughs> always throws in that dig at the end. But, right. But I, I actually completely understand what that whole thing, well, not understand, but I think I know what he's saying is like, he hates the comedians. He hates Anthony because it's like, everyone was like, you don't need those guys to do a show, Opie. Like, you don't need those dudes. You're the interesting one. And now it's been like years of him doing a show alone. And it's like, no, you need those comedians. You need like... Anthony, <laughs> you've summed it up perfectly because he goes on to explain that comedians are not interesting and that's why they're podcasts. I just have a couple more clips within this package that I have to get through because you're going to be oh, blown yeah, away absolutely. by this. Oh my God. I hung out. I hung out with so many comedians and I'm like, oh my God, your whole life is just making fun of everything around you and, and you don't have a hot, you don't do anything. <laughs> You don't do anything. You're just you're just scratching your body and and, and counting down the hours until you can get on a stage again. That wow. is it. That's why they're not interesting when it comes to podcasts. Uh, so I do want to point something out, and I realize this is not what he's talking about. But I was just listening to Tim Dillon on Joe Rogan's podcast this morning that just yeah. came out. And they're the two most interesting people you'll ever hear talk about any subject. And yeah. they're both stand-up comedians. Oh, and Maybe I, they're the exception, I, but what, what the fuck is he talking about? Stand-ups don't have any hobbies? They don't do anything? Give, Joe Rogan has yeah. a thousand hobbies. Yeah, I have a lot of hobbies. I, I every In fact, one of the main things comedians say is that it's so hard to talk to regular people when you hang out with comedians all the time because comedians are so interesting. The words they say are usually like 
not bullshit. You know, it's like if a comedian you've never met will come in and be like, man, I've masturbated four times today. My wife is leaving me. I'm broke. You know what I mean? It's like comedians are just full of honesty all the time. I just want to wrap up this conversation about comedians. Let's figure out why he's so angry at comedians because it seems weird that he thinks that they can't have a conversation. Well, and they're not interesting. It's it's like exactly what you said though. It's because since podcasting came out, it started with like the comedians. Like, you know, podcasting now is its its own art form. There's so much stuff happening, but at the beginning it was like Mark Marin, Joe Rogan, Greg Fitzsimmons. Like there were not a lot of podcasts at the beginning that weren't just two comedians like right. chit-chatting. I mean, it took Rogan like a year to even st- start having non-comedians on right and uh that was sort of the birth of it and that was what everyone loves and the truth is he's kind of right in a sense every comedian on earth has a podcast especially since covid like everyone most of them has have three own. podcasts yeah i mean i have two technically <laughs> i have one that like has been stagnant for a year and i have the one i do on youtube you want to <laughs> i mean youtube that's even sadder than itunes when it comes to like people not listening but it's but it's still so I could see him saying that, but it must grind his gears that like Bill Burr talking for an hour is like doing the same numbers, if not better numbers than the ONA show used to do. And Rogan and all these other guys who he who I think he feels like he broke them. You yes. know, he's like, it wasn't all those hours in the clubs. It wasn't all that traveling and all those specials and all that hard work those guys did. It was the, you know, oh, appearances. You, you just you just set up another package that I have. But before I get into that, this is the final thing that I want to play that shows why he's so resentful of comedians. You say package a lot, bro. I'm just saying. <laughs> All right. Sorry. <laughs> Brilliant observation. And then if you're if you're in a room with um, you know more than one comic, then the whole thing becomes who is the funniest in the room. It's exhausting, and we all know I'm never the funniest in the room. <laughs> so that's really what this is about. Wow, that was like if I was a therapist, I would have just written down a big note. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm taking out I'm taking out my therapist pad and I'm underlining things because that is like basically what is happening right there. That's yeah. the that's the entire crux of the entire thing is like I'm not the funniest guy in the room on a comedy radio show. People He's like, his whole thing is, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me. And it's like, clearly, it still bothers you all these years later. It bothers him so much that he's ragging on podcasts. No one even knows he's, I mean, I guess he's talking about Bob Kelly and Bill Burr. He's probably talking about the guys who used to do his show all the time. We now have podcasts. But it's crazy how pissed off he is about these people's podcasts. Oh, I'm sure he hates the Legion of Skanks. I think, I think that's who I was thinking, like when I was listening to it, I'm like, I bet that's who he's talking about right there. It's like, he goes a lot like the Opie and Anthony show. It's like, it's like, yeah, man, you did something that inspired people to continue on. Like Joe Rogan constantly says, well, hold on a second. This is not true. Because Opie's version of Opie, when Opie and Anthony was Opie show, they were shoving things into women's vaginas. Like, that's what the show was. It wasn't until that became, like, a problem and radio stations were like, you can't have naked girls in here getting shit shoved into their vaginas and rectums. It wasn't until that happened that all of a sudden Jim Norton started inviting his buddies on and it turned into comedians sitting around shooting the shit and being hilarious. Opie didn't invent that. 
That's what comedians well, do. Well, it was Anthony even before Jim, right? It was Anthony and Correct. then Jimmy. Yeah. So, so yeah, but, but I guess what I meant was you're a part of something that's like, you know, yeah. he sees his name is right there. The first one, Opie and Anthony show. Oh, I'm sure he'll take full credit for it. I'm just, I just want to correct you and yeah. say he shouldn't oh, no, have zero I, credit for it. That's all. But I think. I'm sure he hears, you know, all these – he hears Rogan say stuff like, oh, yeah, I was inspired by that. And then you get – and then you get him at home like, well, if you're so inspired by it, why won't you do my show? You know what I mean? And yeah. and then and it's like, well, because obviously he likes Anthony more. <laughs> it's just – it's like really obvious. Let's talk that about – probably happened backstage. It's probably like behind-the-scenes shit, you know? Let's talk about how unfunny Opie is. Even his brother is unfunny. Somebody, Jimmy K, sent me a tweet that Darren Elmo Hughes uh, put out. Listen to this uh, knee slapper. Putin is claiming Russia developed a coronavirus vaccine. Really? That's like buying a box of condoms from the half-off bin at the dollar store. Oh, boy. Can you explain explain that one to me? What the fuck is he talking about? Did that get a retweet from the Oopster? (laughs) I hope so. I don't know how I get, bro, 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 wait till I show this to my followers, man. They are gonna love it. The pod squad's gonna eat this up. <laughs> the pod squad. Do you know about the pod squad? No, is that what he calls it? It's his Facebook group. The Facebook so what's group weird, the like, pod squad. You, his podcast <laughs> sounds like a live stream where, like, there's no video. But, like, you know when you watch a live stream, like, on like Instagram or something like yeah. a live Instagram live. Yeah, that's you what can he's see doing. the chat. You can see the chat. Yep. So you're like, and even that is really hard to watch. Like if I'm watching like some guy and like, you know, the Patriots, like it's like a wide receiver. He's like, yo, what's up? I'm answering questions. It's just all this bullshit. And you know, you can't watch it. So it's that's hard to watch. So that's Opie's. He's just, so he'll, even if he gets on a good rant, he'll just stop and be like, Yo, why does this guy want to talk about Philly? Why does he want to talk about the Philly crew? I don't have time to talk about that. Really, like, you, he just keep, stops. you keep setting me up. You're talking too much because you're setting me up for like 80 clips I got to get to. <laughs> but what you just said, listen to this. He actually gets upset with someone because he's in the middle of talking about something and someone puts a uh, note in the chat. And then there's de Blasio. Give me a minute, will you please? This is de Blasio. He's by himself. And he's scolding <laughs> people. I'm talking about the Blasio. Give me a minute. Like, dude. See, like, that's what I'm want. saying. It's fine. Not only, not only does Opie miss, like, doing the show and being with the guys, but he also misses being mean to underlings. Oh. And that's what, that's, what, that's what I think he's, like, he misses that a little bit. So For he's like, sure. give me a minute here. Come on. Let's go. He misses having, like, a group of guys he oh. could be mean oh, Will, to. He, he says this. I used to be a big radio star, and now I'm using my body to block the wind so I could talk to you guys for a few minutes on Facebook Live. <laughs> I might have punched that one up a little bit. You meet a lot of guys like that in, in stand-up, you know what I mean? Like uh, that's That's another reason why I think I get such a kick out of Opie's, because he's like, there's so many of these dudes who... Uh, who they, they say that. I mean, there's guys who have that written into their act, you know? I used to open for Andrew Dice Clay in Las Vegas in front of thousands of people, but it's great to be here tonight at this VFW hall oh, in we used, to, we used to have a comedy club here in Rochester that was in a strip mall, and every single comedian, the first day, would be like, you know you really made it when you're playing a strip mall outside of Rochester. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, it's like we it's get written it. into everyone. Yeah, good one. Yeah, and it's like that's kind of like the that that vibe, and it's another 
another way to just remind people like I used to do cool shit. <laughs> Correct. By the way, the reason why I have 100 people watching me on Facebook Live is because I used to be a big radio star. We know. We know. Yeah, and it's like most of these people are here because they just really just want you to get back and do like a few, 10 episodes with Anthony. That's what really everyone wants, you know, like get those guys back together, do 10 episodes. Who knows what would happen? I imagine it would just be like some sort of like mini series of a mental breakdown or like <laughs> well, we'll it'd be like that some kind of monster like with Metallica. Yes, right, just embarrassing. They never should yeah. have done it. Uh, yeah. No, well, honestly, I remember back when Opie would like call in sick or he wasn't on the show and it would just be Anthony and Jim. And those were the best yeah. episodes. We just want Ant and Jim to get back together. We don't care what Opie does. Yeah. He would just drag yeah, it down anyway. There was some, I, I, <laughs> There was some times though, like the, when I mean, when Ant left the show or was was not not really left, but was yeah. like kind of forced to. But it was like those. There was something new to like about the show, which was how awkward it just was between Jimmy and Opie, like all the time. And some days Jimmy would just be like, "Ah, oh, whatever. I like this gig. I'm gonna make the best of it." And then other days you could tell he was just like regretting it through his teeth the entire show that he had to do this <laughs> i i honestly didn't make it very long after anthony left i canceled serious it was like okay it, it was pretty okay. weird it was yeah. weird so opie's talking about and this is a long conversation i'm not going to play any of it but he's talking about how he put something out on twitter about trump to get people talking and then he gets all flustered because somebody trolls him and this is him talking about what the person said to him. And uh, this is the that package I was talking about earlier, Will. You're going to love package. this. You're going to love this package. And if you package. have a hairy package, don't forget the lawnmower 3.0. All right. Here we go. <laughs> and I'll, I'll talk about Kamala Harris for a minute, too, here, just just so uh, so we're fair. But anyway, so kind of made those points on Twitter. And a guy, like, just attacks. Excuse me. And he's a troll. He obviously just, uh, you know, made the account. First thing in the morning, like who the fuck does that? First thing in the morning, time to make a fake troll account to attack me or 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 whoever else out there. There's there's a lot of these type of people, and he goes, "That's why you don't have friends." I'm like, "Oh my god, that's fucking creepy." So the guy tells him, "This is why you don't have friends," and this set off Opie so much that he talked about it for a good seven eight minutes straight. Yikes! On his podcast, Ugh. which is something that like you should just brush off immediately. Like there's some guy with zero followers and such. This is why you don't have friends. Like I, that wouldn't stop me in my tracks at all. Like whatever, Who cares? Yeah, like if that if that gets to you, like it's time to delete Twitter. You know what I mean? Yes, like, it's time right. To just, like, right. Don't even mess around on it. It's not for you. But but just to devil's advocate, if you he probably needs or really likes reading praise about himself. Correct. So like he so like you can't you can't not have you that. know how i know he loves that he retweets every single one of them anytime someone <laughs> says anything remotely complimentary he will retweet it no doubt All i right. do notice that a lot so his comeback his comeback to you don't have any friends is this you don't even know who you don't even know me this is the same <laughs> comeback every pregnant 13 year old on maury uses <laughs> this is this is his comeback you don't even you don't even know me man and then he explains it, why people would have this thought that he doesn't have any friends. And he's spot on. And it's like, and, you know, it's it's well known that there were a bunch of people that I used to work with and um, uh, public figures. There's a there's definitely a little group. I would call it a little group of people that uh, that I'm not friends with anymore. No, it's not that you, there's all those people you used to work with who you're not friends with anymore. It's that they openly hate you. 
Like they openly come out. When I did my first review of Opie Radio and bashed him, I was getting notes from ex-producers that hadn't worked with him for 20 years who were like, you are spot on. This guy's a fucking asshole. Like yeah, this is just a I, universally thought notion that Opie's a douchebag. <laughs> I get a lot of those when I do the Brother Man videos. I get a lot yep. of like like secret texts from like yes. some – some pretty big names too sometimes. Isn't that hilarious? Like, oh, it's like it's like people uh, yeah. like want to remain anonymous. Like, by the way, just so you know, keep doing this. I fucking love it. Yeah, it's yeah, so like funny. I love it. Like, yeah. Like we're all in the we're all in the green room laughing at this right now. You so, know what I mean? So this is why people think he has no friends. Because... <laughs> we're all in the condo. We're all in the condo just laughing right <laughs> we're now. In the dude. Condo. We're in the condo. Paying our dues. <laughs> But this is why people think he has no friends, because they watch these other shows like Bob Kelly's show, like uh, Chip Chipperson, Anthony Cumia. All these guys who used to do the show together are still doing shows together. They're all friends. Yeah. They enjoy each that, other. They do it and, and like been through hell, too. Like if Rich Voss can still be friends with everybody after right. everything he's been through. Like, you know, it's it's true. It's it's actually kind of funny. The more I'm thinking about it as we've been talking, I'm like, how did the guy that thought who once thought it was funny to step on a homeless guy's cake. And it was kind of funny. How funny. did he think, how did he think that was funny? How did he become this? How did he become so thin skinned? How did he become so sensitive? Well, he's it, always been sensitive. I know, but I think it was like, I honestly think it was, he thought that Anthony, I think when Anthony, you know, got fired, he thought like, this is it. Now I'm going to prove to everyone right. that like, I'm the show and like, I'm, it's going to be better without, without him. Yeah, he wanted and to do that we, anyway. He wanted to move away from Anthony because he was getting exactly. tired of all the political talk and racial conversations. So Obi was already in that mindset, like, I got to do my own thing. I'm the talent here. What am, what am I doing? Exactly. And, and then when it was worse. It and fell when, apart quick. And when people were, like, sending in hate mail, he just he just dissolved into, well, like. this is how you know that he's a scumbag. And you were talking earlier about how he thought that he made all those comedians. Like, he thinks that he owns stake in Joe Rogan's success. Yeah, or like Joe Rogan really owes him. You yes. know what I mean? That's the vibe you get. Yeah. Well, he, so, he barely, he he almost says that all the time. Well, you know, like, listen to this. Listen to this, uh, listen to this clip. This is how you know this guy is a shithead. And I question if I ever were friends with them because I really feel like they were uh, friendly towards me because I sat in a powerful seat and I could do a lot of things for them in their careers. And then when I lost that seat and I lost my power, thus then why I'm doing a Facebook Live for about 100 people right now, uh, those people went away. So he thought he was a kingmaker. Uh, I see. See, that bothers me on a, <laughs> on a very deep level. Me too. Because it's like, no, but it's like also like Opie. How many people did you have on your show? And like, do you do you think about them? Like, everyone is doing a job there. Like, you go on radio shows to promote yourself and to promote your career, and you usually do it for free. So they get a little bit of like, you know, a comedian on their show, and they get a little entertainment. It's like everyone gets something out of the deal, right? You know? And and for the, for him to say something like that is kind of like, it's like, dude, do you think about all those people that you just used along your like 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 the you know they had chicks up there they were throwing stuff at them and stuff it's like uh if one of those chicks out there going like i made Opie who he is and he never talks about how he threw baloney at my ass <laughs> right i actually I, I hate to say it i have another package about that as well wow i know you're just you're predicting the future over here but before i do that i want to wrap up the i have no friends segment of our show and this is the funniest part of all of us 
and then it's spun by the haters that I have no friends. And I, 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 I try to explain this on Twitter this morning. I'm like, look, I have plenty of friends. And I have plenty of friends that are still public figures, by the way, but they ignored that part of it. I could give you a whole fucking list. All right. I'm putting it out there right now. Opie, <laughs> I want the list of your friends. You said you can put could together a list. I want to see this list. I need to know who your friends are. I could give you a whole fucking list. <laughs> could you imagine being that concerned about a tweet that you're like, ah, you think I don't have any friends? I'm putting together a whole list of people who are my friends. Like, oh, you know, I, 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 have I had sex? I've had sex. Yeah. I've had sex with so many women. I'll make a list of all the women I've had sex with. Jesus. He's like, it's in seventh grade still. No, guys, all girls. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I want to get into the stuff that you were talking about, how he used to deal. Well, how he turned chicks into entertainment on his show back in the day. And that was really his strong suit. That's what he was really good at. Well, I mean, it's a stern, like, copycat yes. thing. Like, Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> so Opie's talking about how he had a daughter, and the daughter freaked him out. And then I just started staring at every guy. You're all fucking pigs. I know. Not that I was a pig. I was respectful. Uh, Opie says he was not a pig. All guys are pigs, but oh, he was respectful. Oh, not that I was a pig. Yeah, see? Wow. So, you know, I hate to say it. He's turned into his mom. He always talks about yeah. his mom and how she just didn't, like, she rewrote history in her own mind all the time. I mean, come on, dude. You were literally a shock jock. It was what they called you for years. Like, Well, thankfully, the people in the chat hold him to task on this because he talks <laughs> about being a feminist, which I'm not even joking about. And then wow. he does go through some of the things that he used to do. We, uh, there was a time on the Opie and Anthony show. I think this was even before uh, satellite radio. We were able to do so much more with women. We did uh, many things with girls and their vaginas. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about what some of those things are. I'd be really interested to hear that. We built a heat shield and we put a bottle rocket in her vagina and we lit it, and it flew down the hallway and exploded. Yes, that's what we did. The golden era of radio. I can't even tell if he's happy. I can't even tell if he's kidding or being sarcastic. He's not. He's like, not. I mean, he, this started with a, I was concerned about having a daughter because I think guys are pigs, and I'm a feminist. And then it turned into him reliving his glory days, and he starts getting really excited about these stories. Here's another one. And then we also proceeded to see if a cell phone would ring inside a vagina. <laughs> yeah. uh, and that was the days when the, the cell phones were, uh, were, were a bit larger. Larger, excuse me. So we had to find a special lady. <laughs> <laughs> and I believe we couldn't get the cell phone to ring, but I'm not really sure. I don't remember fully. Um. All right, Opie. Uh, what else did you do with women back in the day? Then yeah, we had Jesus. a lady that uh, made a lot of money at bachelor parties. She uh, she called us up and said she could throw things from her vagina, and I'm like, come on. So she came down with eggs and ping pong balls, and she had this hip motion where she would place stuff in her vagina. And of course, we made her, uh, you know, get completely naked because it was very important for the radio show. And uh, and then she would do this hip move, and these things would go flying out of her vagina. And then we would try to hit them with uh, wiffle ball bats and and whatnot. And then we we had a catcher mitt, and we would catch them. And uh, 
So we got that done. <laughs> no Obi sense said, of irony. He says the word vagina like a Catholic nun. You know, vagina. just like, vagina. It's really hard to tell. Like I was, I was literally listening. I'm like, is he shitting on himself for his old like you know machismo, or is he just reliving the golden days? I can't even tell like what he's doing right now. He's so proud of himself. Because <laughs> I'm not joking. While he's telling these stories, there were people in the chat who didn't know these things. And he's like, wow, I'm freaking people out right now. You guys don't know about the golden era of O and A. And it's like, oh, but you can't have it both ways. You can't talk about how woke and how amazing you are now, how you don't care about Opie and Anthony and you're moving on, and then relive the things that you did enjoy about Opie and Anthony, which was exploiting chicks with low self-esteem and daddy issues. Sorry, yeah. sorry, Vic. I wasn't the, talking the about one, you. See, like, I thought he was, like, when he said, like, for the radio, like, yeah, we did all these visual jokes on radio. Like, I, I think that was an unintentional joke. <laughs> right, right. We made, her, we made her get naked. Well, because we're uh, chauvinists, and that's just yeah. what we did, even though there's no reason for it. But this is the best. This is where he talks about becoming a feminist. I'm like, you know what? You're right. And at that moment, I became a feminist. And I started studying women. And supporting women. He's not saying that as a, as a joke either. He gets really into how he's a feminist now. And then talks about hitting a ping pong uh, ball that comes out of a woman's vagina with a wiffle ball bat. I hate it when guys say that too. Like about, I don't have any kids, but I hate it when guys say like, yeah, when I had my daughter, I just started thinking about how everyone's going to be trying to fuck this kid of mine. I'm like, yeah. what the hell's wrong with you? you know? Why, like, why is that like, your first thought? Yeah, like, just get up, you know? Like, worry about that in 17, you know, 15 years. I don't know. Like, worry about it later, you know? Or, or you'll walk out and she'll be a lesbian, which is what Yeah, you might not even have to worry about right. it. Right. She starts bringing home all of her girlfriends when she's 16, 17 years old. All right. Maybe, I'm, maybe I need to cut some of this stuff out. He's like, one thing, I hope, one thing I hope is that my daughter grows up to go on radio shows where she sticks cell phones up her cooch and gets a couple texts. <laughs> She's actually able to type out whole paragraphs while the, the phone is in her vagina. She's got this she amazing actually, technique. She can hate tweet me from her vagina. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, this is the best. He's talking about cancel culture. And it's so funny that he's worried about what he's going to say on his, his Facebook live stream. And then I got to be really careful because of cancel culture. Opie, good news. You don't have to be careful. You've already you been canceled. Job. It's yeah, over. You don't have a job. You don't have a job. What are people going to cancel you from? What is he talking about? Cancel Honest culture. To God, it, oh. it would be hard. Go ahead. They would have to cancel Opie. They'd have to be like, they'd, they'd have to spend 10 minutes reminding everyone who Opie is <laughs> right. before they spent two minutes canceling him. It's, and it also is funny when you said that, I was like, is he trying to cancel himself right now? Because it sounds like he's just bringing up every bad thing he ever did on the radio that would be like, you know, considered sexist nowadays um i don't think he's aware <laughs> enough that no, no. i mean i was talking. i was being facetious <laughs> i know i know he's not really trying to uh, <laughs> i don't think he even, even that himself. Aware. he's just he's just pontificating into this zoom h4n well that he carries around i think this is interesting because he he talks about this a lot and well i'm glad that you go deep with opie because you know that over the years opie has explained that he's happy now but he wasn't before and then you find out that when he said he was happy, he actually wasn't, but now he is. And then you find out that he wasn't happy any of those times, but now he really is happy. I don't know if you've, you've recognized this pattern. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. All that stuff I said before was a lie, but this right. is the truth. Right, so this is him yeah. talking about how much he enjoys talking to 100 people. And uh, I don't know, in a weird way, I talk to uh, a little over 100 people on average in this room at any given time, and I had probably more fun right now uh, than I did uh, the last whole bunch of years on the Opie and Anthony show. I enjoyed uh. this more. <laughs> That's what he always talks about, how much he's enjoying himself. Aww. I really enjoy talking to 100 people. Well, yeah, the pressure's off. If you have no <laughs> talent and you're a fraud and you have to get on a radio show for three hours a day and try to entertain people, I can see that being a lot of pressure. I can see that giving you a little bit of anxiety, possibly. Yeah, it's kind of like a lot of people talk about what they would do if they had so much money that they didn't need to do anything anymore. Yeah. Like, Opie, Opie's really doing that. He's like, I'm going to do a Facebook show where I shit on everything I don't like and everyone who's ever done anything wrong to me. And I don't even care if it's good because what are they going to do? You know, fire me. I'm a millionaire. You know, like, that's pretty much it. He's yeah, just, except like, for he's embarrassing himself. The one thing I wouldn't do if I had fuck you money is embarrass myself <laughs> on the internet. I don't do it now. I so I don't know why I, I would know. do it that. It's like he missed being trolled. It's like he's like, I need to give people a reason to shit on me on Twitter. Oh, and all I do day. appreciate that. I really am glad <laughs> that he puts these shows out because there's so much to talk about. This is more about how he used to not be happy. I mean, the the fact is that when I was a big radio star and a and and I was in a state of the art studio, I don't know how happy I actually was. That's kind of on you, Ope. Yeah. I mean, that, I mean that's <laughs> the time to enjoy your life when you're on the top of the mountain. In a state-of-the-art studio making millions of dollars. Yeah, and, like, what was so much worse about that than talking into your cell phone, like, and reading, you know, a hundred comments? That's very nice, but it's like, come on, man. You used to have, like, the mayor of New York call in every time something happened. You know what I mean? Like, it was right. like they were, they were like, movers and... And shakers. Well, I sound like I sound like a, they were movers and shakers. <laughs> well, you must be in the industry. You know all the slang. These you guys are making lingo. things happen. They had juice. They had juice, <laughs> yeah. Carl. Juice. A lot of momentum over there. <laughs> all right. So this is him explaining how many people are watching him on Facebook Live. This is fascinating. This is peering into a person who is losing their mind. You see 151 people in the room? Nice. Let's talk about how many people are in there. Oh, it just dropped down to 147, my friends. <laughs> nope, now we're back up to 152. My God. God, what's wrong with people? They got ADD. Now it's 155. <laughs> no, I didn't like the last two words he said, so I'm getting out of here. Yeah, but wow. maybe he's saying something really interesting again. I'm going to go back in the room and check that out. Ah, that wasn't that great. That rant was just okay. I'm going to go check out another podcast. Yeah, but I don't know. He's still live, and he's fucking nuts. He could say something really, really fucking stupid. So I think I'm going to go check it out a little more. I think he's run out of things to talk about. Yeah, he sounds like a... It sounds like, you know, it's it's really hard to do a podcast all by yourself. You know Correct. what I mean? I, I, I did one for a long time, and I was like, okay, this is good. Bill Burr is one of the only guys who's that talented to, like, pull it off. You know, it's really, really hard to do. Tim Dillon and is amazing at it. Tim, oh, yeah. But even he doesn't have, like, he's got a guy sitting there that he can kind of bounce stuff off of, I think. A little bit, yeah. Uh, but, like, at least a presence, right? Uh, but, like, yeah. I mean, Tim Dillon's just doing, like, the gods. He's, like the god of comedy right now i mean he's like the man for this moment it's it's not there's no one better um, I, I agree and that's what i wanted to be listening to this morning was him with joe rogan but instead i'm listening to fucking opie talk about there's 152 <laughs> people now there's 155 147 what just happened what did i do what did i say you're saying nothing. it's like so, 
It's like it's like he could watch a clock and be like, oh my god, it's twelve. <laughs> now now it's twelve oh two. When is this gonna stop? Oh, twelve oh two thirty seconds. Oh my god. What is oh, it? Now Saturday? It's Just yesterday was Friday. What's going uh, on around here? What's Obi tomorrow gonna be? <laughs> but I want I want you to be aware that he's very happy with how things are going on his podcast now. Uh, my life has been pretty damn good lately. Things are going in uh, the right direction. I'm very very happy with uh, the podcast. Why? Why would he be happy with the podcast? He's lost two of his friends who used to co-host with him. One of them was actually funny. He's now just talking on Facebook Live for 120 people, and he, he has to exclaim that he's happy with how the podcast is going. Where are your expectations? Raise your <laughs> expectations, Opie. You should be trying harder and doing better. And it, where is he even doing this from? The beach? Is yes. that where he is? Yeah, he stands oh, out wow. on the beach, and it's windy, and it's obnoxious. I want to hear the podcast that's done by like the woman who's like, there's a guy who stands outside my house every night and records into his chest. I'm watching him. He's weird. He has red hair. He seems angry. <laughs> yes. You know, his neighbors all think he's a lunatic. Oh, yeah. Carl, give me 35 more seconds to pee. I've drank a, water, a lot of water. Today. Okay, buddy. I'll be, right, I'll be right back. Sounds good. Chris, the third generation trimmer. Features a cutting-edge ceramic blade to reduce manscaping accidents thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin-safe technology. The water-resistant technology allows you to groom in the shower, and one of the coolest features is the LED light, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise trimming. Chris, you saw me getting in there this morning. <laughs> I was getting every nook and cranny with the lawnmower 3.0. Oh, you, now you don't want to talk about it? Now you're embarrassed? <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. They've upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with Quiet Stroke technology. Quiet Stroke is trademarked, by the way. They invented this technology, Quiet Stroke. And let's not forget about the charging stand. You can show your mower off loud and proud because this intelligently designed stand is a convenient charging dock powered by USB. Someone comes into your house, I feel like that should be the centerpiece. When you're sitting down with, with guests and you have a dinner date, the lawnmower 3.0 should be the fuck flowers. The lawnmower 3.0. It's a conversation starter. Oh, you uh, shave your balls today? Yeah, why? You didn't? <laughs> what, what are you, a weirdo? You didn't shave your balls before coming over to my house You've to eat dinner? <laughs> what are you, crazy? Uh, I'm back. Trim that junk. I was just talking about the, the sleek charging stand for the lawnmower 3.0. It's un it's unbelievable. Yeah, it's the uh, manscaped. It's it's the oh, way. Oh, dude, that stuff is great. It's That's it's precision engineered tools for your family jewels. No, I end up I, I end up using them on my face because I can get a nice smooth line. Yes, you know. I encourage yeah, so. that. I say yeah. shave your balls and then just shave your face, shave your head, shave dude, your nose all hairs. The chicks, then all the <laughs> chicks you meet can smell your balls. You get in for a kiss. I shove it right up my nose. My nose hairs are gone. Thanks to the Manscaped 3.0 WATP20 for 20% off and free shipping. What were we just talking about? Oh, I was hoping you were shitting on me for going to the bathroom like Opie used to do to Jimmy. Jimmy pees a lot, and Opie always goes like, why is he always got to pee? What's his bladder like? What's going on? I find it a little bit annoying because I know that you don't drink anymore, and I do, and I'm not peeing as much as you. No, I'm. We'll see. I, but you know, <laughs> I got dehydrated, Carl. I got dehydrated <laughs> last night. 
So I've been drinking a lot of water today to try and get my hydration back, and it's, right, now, so it's making me pee. The big news with Opie, and the reason why he, he put out an episode where shit just got real, it's called, is because his sister's husband, his brother-in-law, has coronavirus. Whoa. And uh, he talks about this. But now he's he's dealing with a, a cough, which scares the fuck out of all of us. And he's also dealing with um, body aches. And uh, <laughs> he says he feels better. But uh, we're checking in on him like three or four times a day. He's checking in three or four times a day. Honey, who's that calling? It's Greg again. Can you tell him I died? Why does he yeah, keep like calling here? I'm a cough cold. and it's body fine. aches. Like, it's like, yeah, I mean, he's not going to die, hopefully. You know what I mean? It's like, what do you... Uh... And I also like that that obvious lie. It's like, yes. yeah, someone is checking on him. I hear about it when my wife brings it up. Three or like four I times def- a day. How obnoxious is that? Yeah, that's that's unbelievable. Are you dead yet? Uh, you dead yet? Now are you dead? Yeah, I, you think you're going to die? <laughs> Should I come over? Should I watch you die? <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. I don't want to come over because then I'll get corona, but I do want to know what's going on. So I want to bother you, but Can not I just be watch there. through the window as you die? <laughs> Opie's got a and new sponsor. His, oh, God. It's his brother-in-law, you said? Yeah, it's his brother-in-law. So it's probably like someone younger than him. Uh, that's probably why he's freaked out about it, because Opie's kind of a hypo, right? He's, he doesn't want to get it himself. Correct. He's, like, he's very keeping concerned. Keeping a close he, eye on him. He said, yeah. we're taking it real seriously in our household. He's taking it real oh, seriously. Yeah. Uh, so oh. no friends. No friends coming over. <laughs> Dude, the, it's so funny. Vic Henley invited himself over because Vic's stuck in the city. So he invited himself out to the Hamptons and Opie said, no dice, Vic. You're not coming here. And then two days later, Vic Henley died. It's one, I was just going to say, Vic it's Henley one of the funniest died. things. Right, it's funny, right? Producer Chris. <laughs> 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 Vic Henley died. It's funny, right? Uh, I could be wrong. Uh, poor right, so, Vic Henley. <laughs> so Opie's got, I don't know if you know Vic, but. Opie's got a. I do. Uh, I don't know him super well, but I, honest to God, I know I. I wasn't a huge fan of him on the show, but I was a fan of his stand up, and I didn't know him, but everyone says he was a great guy. So I'm sure he was. I, I'm sure he was very yeah. nice. Everybody says so. Now let's get back to shitting on the living. Yes, <laughs> that sounds good. At least he can defend himself. Poor, poor Vic can't even defend himself from my rants anymore. All right, this is Opie's new sponsor. It's some type of tobacco product. It's very confusing. I'm not sure what it is, but I just thought this was hilarious. Uh, I got a new sponsor. God, I love Lucy Nicotine. Love these guys. It's Lucy.co. L-U-S-Y dot C-O. L-U-S-Y. Is that how you spell Lucy? L-U-S-Y dot C-O? How did he get a sponsor? I'm shocked he has one. I'm like, uh, Yeah, I'm still suspicious whether he even has real sponsors or if he just does ad reads to make it seem like he's He's like, my new sponsor, (laughs) Coca-Cola. They got got some great stuff. So I just want to point out, if it really was L-U-S-Y dot C-O, that would be the world's worst domain. It doesn't make any sense. It's not. It's L-U-C-Y because that's how you spell Lucy. This yeah, fucking idiot. so he got it wrong. He got the domain wrong at the first ad read for it. Like, you fucking moron. Damn. Imagine, like, <laughs> imagine sending, like, some weird money to Opie. You're, like, Venmoing Opie. You're, like, I'm not sure if this is a good ad or not. And everyone's, like, come on, man, Opie and Anthony. It's going to be great. Then he just messes it up first thing. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. You're, like, man, that was a waste like, How many listeners does he have? Over 100. I mean, come on. Let's just give him some money and see what happens. And what's funny to me is that Opie clearly doesn't need the money to like have a sponsor he could put the show out himself like very easily 
So he doesn't need a sponsor. So I wonder if he just has the sponsor just to make him just to do the reads and make himself feel like he's doing a radio show. I'm sure. You know what I mean? I, wonder I, if I do what know what is. you mean. I, that's that's my theory. Yeah, I think that's what it is. He's so he's he's like I remember he hated podcasting like when yeah. it started. You know what I mean? He was one of those guys who was like podcasting's lame. It's never gonna take off. They're trying to be like us. You know yep. what I mean? And and uh, he, he just hates being wrong. <laughs> well, that's too bad because it happens a lot. Yeah, it happens a lot. I just have a couple more things that I want to play because I just find this so funny. Opie starts to get political, and the political <laughs> talk is mind-boggling. This is one of the most <laughs> racist things anyone's ever said. He's talking about the reason why Obama became our first president. And I just find this insulting to everyone involved. So even with Obama, I mean, he, very carefully he becomes the first black president and he was just the right tone. He's talking about the sh his shade, <laughs> the, the shade of his skin. He was just the right tone to get elected. Like, well, he's also really charismatic and likable and he was really good at speaking. Maybe the greatest public speaker yeah. like since Kennedy. <laughs> yeah. like, and, and Opie's thought is, well, if he was a little bit darker, he never would have gotten voted. I'm like, wait, Opie, is that what you think? Is that how, is that how you right think tone. about it? Like, that's Ooh, insane. That, that's a big one. Maybe of all the things we've heard on this show today, that is the most revealing. To be I, like, a, I agree. I've yeah, never once thought right about how, how dark Obama's skin color is. I don't know why that's relevant in any way. It's it's just I I do remember Opie always likes to try and please everybody all at once. Like Correct. he tries this he tries to say something that the Trump people are gonna like, yes. and then and then he realizes like he went too far. So then he says something that the Obama people are gonna like, and he tries to like sprinkle it all over the place so he can always be like, "What are you saying? I'm on your side. Come on, yes. you know what I mean." But this is going but, on more so now than it ever has before. He He's constantly talking about how he's a centrist and he doesn't like Trump, but he also doesn't like Biden and he's not sure yeah. about Harris. And he's got all these ridiculous views. If you're like, I, I was talking to Anthony, I was on Anthony's show on Thursday and that was a lot of fun. We played some Opie clips. We played some Stuttering John clips. And Anthony was like, I was telling him how he's declared he's a centrist now. And he's like, you can't be a centrist if you're a broadcaster. That's the most boring point of view you could possibly have. You got to have like a take on shit. Well, otherwise, yeah, why really. is anyone listening to you? Yeah, it's just I don't know. It's he's a he's always kind of been that way. And I I remember when Trump was running, he was one of the first guys to be like, "It's never gonna happen. It's never gonna happen." But why won't he come on the show? Like, what? Like, you know what I mean? So it's like as soon as Trump started to get a little serious, he was like, "He used to do our show all the time." You know? Yeah. Well, it's. So. It's interesting because Donald Trump Jr. used to do their show all the time, too. And he's still doing Anthony Cumia's show. He was just on last week. So I know funny how that nice. works. It, um, I mean, obviously, it's all right there, right? So this is just wrapping up the, the, the reason why I have portions. sorry yeah. to interrupt you. But the reason why I have so much deference for Opie is because I don't have a personal relationship with him. Like all the people, all the people that know him aren't afraid to shit on him. But I, I don't know him that well. So I'm always like, I just want to, you know, sometimes be like, I don't think I'm better than opie uh i think you're better than opie uh, i mean Will. i was gonna say in some way i, I think do. i'm funnier i think i'm funnier you're definitely funnier like, you're a better broadcaster i could tell just from the last uh, hour of us hanging out carl oh carl, carl baby <laughs> you right. had, if you had a vagina i'd fuck it <laughs> <laughs> all right that's that's another thing i would have to pull out as an iso that, that's really funny <laughs> 
Um, all right, so this is the thing. After he talks about Obama, because he's talking about Biden grabbing Harris as his running mate, and he's like, I think it's annoying that we can't vote for the VP. And, uh, and then he says this. If Joe Biden picked uh, Wanda Sykes, <laughs> this country would fucking lose their minds. And he's saying that as if it's because Wanda Sykes is a certain darkness. Darkness, no, it's, it's because yeah. because she's an annoying cunt. Well, and I would she's lose a stand-up comedian. She's an unfunny stand-up comedian. If Wanda Sykes was the VP, I would definitely lose my mind. It has nothing to do with her skin color. She's obnoxious. I love how much he cracked himself up with that one, too. He was yeah. like, ah, ha, ha. Get like, it, Wanda Sykes. <laughs> and, he put, and he put a black scent on to say Wanda Sykes. He was like, Wanda Sykes. Like, yep. Wanda Sykes. Yeah, he, <laughs> he used to be weird around Patrice O'Neill, too. The oh, way he dude, would black. talk when Patrice was on as opposed to Jimmy. There's a lot of people who do that. Uh, I love Black Opie when like he'd be like, yo, Patrice, though, you know. <laughs> You know. <laughs> so embarrassing. I'm embarrassed for Opie. It's not even happening right now. There are, I, exactly. I, it's true, though, right? <laughs> My face is turning red because I feel bad for Opie. He's, he's so embarrassing. Someone in, the, someone in the chat has a problem with the word black scent. You never heard that one before? I think that's a great one. I like it. make it up. Yeah. Don't pay attention to the people in the chat. No, hold on a second. Hold on a second. There's a guy in the chat. Now there's 147. A minute ago, there was 146. Can I guess someone giving me a running tally on how many people are in the Discord, please? Closet confidence, I see you. <laughs> All right. This is Opie explaining that he's not a fan of me personally. Oh. But I don't, I don't respect people that have to, like, try to knock me completely down. And that's what makes them happy. Just go off and, and listen to what you like, and and that's it. Simple as that. I want to listen to what I like. That, I wish that I was is, spending my time listening to what I like. That is right at you, Carl. <laughs> yeah. It's right at you. Yeah, pretty much. Kind of sums like... up my whole uh, gimmick over here. My whole shtick. <laughs> oh, and by the way, when he was talking earlier about how all the other uh, all these podcasts rip off their format. We actually literally do rip off their format. This is Chuck yeah, Dover. I, I forgot to make that point. Where? Oh, yeah, that's true. I, like, I don't <laughs> I mean, know who the other shows are. Like, that's just comedians. That's just what they do. They get together and shoot the shit. We're, like, literally taking their bit and making it a podcast. Yeah. I mean, that's and it was one of their best bits, and everyone loved oh, it, too. You know favorite. what I mean? It was my favorite it's, bit. Uh, and also, I'm sorry, though, but it's like if you're part of one of the most influential radio shows of all time, you don't get to complain about being influential. It's like... You know, it's like people that's a love really that good, show. That's a really good point. He's complaining. Instead of saying, this is great. Now there's all these shows with all these funny people doing this format. It is. Yeah, that is kind of like, I mean, I, I've seen Anthony. I've seen I've seen people come up to him and tell him like, dude, you know, you, like you mean so much to my wife. Like I got into radio because of you or I got into this. And he's like, so, you know, and Anthony would be the guy you might be afraid to go up to and say that to because like, he's so funny on a show and can be so brutal, but he's super nice to everyone who says that to him. You know what I mean? And he's like, ah, thanks. We had some great times. Like, I'm just glad people like it. I'm glad people still listen. He's just such a gentleman about the whole thing. Yeah. It's, you know what I mean? it's kind of like just the normal way to react to people enjoying what you've done and complimenting you. Yeah. It's actually like a great thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, right. It's, it's... And they were sort of, I think they were kind of underappreciated in their time. Like they were appreciated by their own fans, but a lot of the like younger comedians now, like guys in their twenties and like, like early twenties, they're, they're 
listening to ONA on YouTube and they can't believe how fucking funny it is, but they're yeah. tuning in because of Burr and Patrice and and you and W A T P. I mean, yeah, obviously, course. we're of the course. ones turning people on to O and A. Yeah, I mean, it's like I mean, I would never say that, but that's what people are saying to me. I would never take credit. That's what people are telling me. Well, is how no, influential I mean, sure. we are in their lives. Sure. People stop me on the I'm street. Sure. Yeah, they're like, did they ever just say like, "Hey, man, you're like the you're like the Opie to." That would be such a dick thing to say. I'd smack them <laughs> in their face. What would you? Can I, I have a question for you? Please. What would you do? You're coming out of Starbucks, like you just you're walking through Manhattan. You got to take a piss, and you you know you go into a Starbucks, and you, you, it's that solo bathroom. You're in there. You, you pee. You're washing your hands, and you open the door. And the next person waiting for the bathroom is Greg Opie Hughes. What do you do in that moment? I would I would literally say, "What's up, Ope?" and and keep walking. Because I don't have hatred for him. I want him to keep doing the podcast. It, it feeds me a lot of great content. And we treat everything like a roast. If he wanted to have a conversation, I would tell him, he's never acknowledged us, which is probably a smart move. But I would tell yeah. him, dude, if you think we suck, then hammer us back. Anytime someone yeah. makes fun of me back, I always play it on the show. I love it. Yeah. I encourage Yeah, I you. think that. But would you, would you like say like, wouldn't, would you like geek out a little bit and be like, Opie, oh my God, like it's you. Like, no. like would you do, no, nothing like Dude, that? Dude, I, no, because so we're, we're up here in Rochester. I went and saw Jim Norton perform years ago back when Opie and Anthony was still uh, going strong. And of course, Opie's here because Brother Weeze is here. So he likes making the trip to Rochester. So he was standing right there. I was standing right next to him and I had nothing. To, I'd rather talk to Club Soda Kenny. I'm like, oh, there's wow. Club Soda Kenny. Let's go talk to him. I know. <laughs> I did get I've I've gotten starstruck from Club Soda yes! Kenny before. He's yeah, much more like, interesting. I, By the way, that was Opie's driver. He's much more interesting yeah. than Opie. To he me. is an interesting guy. Uh, I saw him backstage somewhere. Not I didn't expect to see him, you know, and I was like, oh, my God, Club Soda <laughs> Kenny. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, right. So, um, so to your point, this has actually happened long before I started WATP, and I didn't care then, and I don't care now. I don't have anything to say to the guy. No, I yeah, love meeting Anthony. It's been so fun talking to Anthony and Jim Norton. I've loved talking to them and being on their shows. Opie, I would have no interest in doing a show with him or talking to him or anything. It's just, he's, just a bore, he's a boring guy. Yeah, it's just, it's just, yeah, I always kind of thought that too. Like when I, when I first started doing the brother man stuff, like he knew about it and I knew he knew about it. And I was like, he should have me on. Like, that would be what I would do. You know what right. I mean? If someone was out there doing me or doing like taking shots at me in any way, I'd just have him on the show, you know? And I'd be like, let's like, it, it'll be great radio. It'll be great radio, bro. <laughs> this is the last clip that I want to play. And this proves because remember I played that Opie's so happy He's never had more fun doing his podcast. He's never had more fun in life. But then he admits that maybe doing the podcast is not the best thing he could be doing. Actually, the fishing would be fantastic right now. Maybe I should turn this off and just go enjoy my life. I love when the truth slips out from time to time. Yeah. Because all the bullshit is how happy he is, how much he's enjoying things, how he loves talking to 100 people on Facebook. That's all the bullshit. And then he'll be like, "Ah, you know what? I could be fucking fishing right now. That'd be so much better than this. <laughs> it's almost it. like I, you know, it's I hadn't listened to his podcast in a really long time, but you were so right. It is. It's like it's like a mentally ill therapy session without the therapist. It's just a yes. guy talking, and and occasionally he gives himself a little good advice like that. Like maybe I should just stop this. <laughs> occasionally gives himself good advice. That's well you know? said. Maybe I should just stop this and go fishing like I like. Well, well said. 
but it's like no uh we got it we haven't done this segment in a while people have speculated that we're not doing anymore we're bringing it back cringe of the week cringe of the week we got a cringe of the week sent in from a listener paula banker and paula got me listening to so much Polly shore yesterday god damn I just went down a Pauly Shore <laughs> rabbit hole. She's like, you got to listen to this oh, no. and then this. And next thing I know, I'm listening to 10 minutes straight of Pauly. I'm like, what the, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I legendary, doing this? Legendary stories about that guy in the comedy world. So yeah. he's doing a show called Pauly Shore's Random Rants. And it's not him ranting at all. It's him auditioning sidekicks. Don't ask. It's it's unlistenable. There's a DJ. <laughs> the weasel. They're dancing. <laughs> so this is... he's explaining that he's he's in a new movie coming up is it okay if i turn it around on me i just had this movie come out and actually it didn't come out lionsgate sent me the poster and i have a new movie that i'm pretty excited about it's called guest house brad can you see the whole thing right here guest house y'all so this is the poster um i play a guy that won't leave out of a guest house in the back that's the laugh it's supposed to be laugh right there that everyone's Ugh. Is this 1994? Pauly Shore is in a movie. Why? Uh, Why is this uh, happening? That was really tough. And that let was me, tough. And let me tell you, I got two clips for Cringe of the Week this week because Pauly goes on to explain why he's in a movie. So you guys, please watch the trailer and check out the film. It's my first starring role in a long, long time. I know a lot of people miss me in films. I miss me in films. Nobody's missing Pauly Shore. No one's like, yeah. when's the next Pauly Shore movie gonna come out? What is going I'm, on? I heard him. I heard him in person one time say to somebody, uh, "Someone goes, hey, you still love doing comedy?" And he goes, "I used to do films. That's what he said." <laughs> oh no, he's got and the I was OP like, syndrome. I used to be I a radio si- star. I was sitting like far away, but I heard it, and I remember thinking, like, you want to call? You know, I love Biodome as much as the next guy, but I don't know if it's a fucking film, bro. Like, yeah. I don't know if it's it film. might, you know, <laughs> film. I do films. <laughs> Everyone's talking about Polly Shore films. Yeah. I can't believe he didn't win the Oscar that year. He got robbed. The only film Polly Shore has is the film on his nuts when he's scratching them in the comedy condo. <laughs> oh my God. It's when you're trying to be unfunny, Opie, you're actually a way funnier version than Opie. <laughs> The condo, bro. I, that's going to be my new thing is that he hates comedy condos and how we talk about them. So, because that's a funny pet peeve. I met, I don't hear a lot of talk about that, but I could be wrong. Maybe, maybe, no, but it's like, it's a funny thing. It's like one of those, they don't even have them anymore, but I only stayed in one in my whole career. But it's like the, it is the thing. It is like everyone's war story. Cause it's, he, he makes a decent point where, like, if you're on enough podcasts, everyone does kind of have like, every, Everyone's got a bombing story. Everyone's right. got a te- terrible road story. Everyone's got like a road hookup. You know what I mean? So I could see Opie being like, God, why you guys think all your little road stories are so interesting? Why do you think Kevin's, you know what I mean? It's like, because it is interesting, Opie. It's super interesting. I only listen to comedians on podcasts talking about QAnon. That's the rule yeah. that I have. If you're not talking about <laughs> QAnon, I turn one, it off. I, I need to hear about child sex trafficking. Oh, it's, it's everybody, man. Shit, I had to right. fucking, that's why I, I'm like, enough is enough. I need to hear Sam Tripoli talking to Tim Dillon about what Alex Jones said yesterday. That's the only podcast yeah. I want to hear. Uh, I agree. 
I agree, man. So that I and this one. I mentioned that. Uh, oh, n- now you're on board with WTB. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mentioned that uh, we have a, a Patreon. We do bonus episodes. We're going to record a bonus episode. I think this Thursday, Chris. I think Andy's going to come over. Who? Andy, and we're going to do a bonus. <laughs> and uh, I wanted to tease it because I'm really excited about this. Jerry Banfield, our favorite uh, internet celebrity, who is the self help guru, he decided to try stand up. And there's a video of it. Here's a little tease of him starting off his, his first stand-up set ever. So this is my first time doing live stand-up comedy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jerry, 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 Jerry. He gets the crowd doing the Jerry chant. It's amazing. <laughs> It's nice. He pivoted there. You know what I mean? He like yeah. he knew what to do. Well, you'd think that, and then right after that happened, this is what he says. And by the way, this is over ten minutes long. This stand-up routine. I haven't even watched uh, it yet because I'm just so excited. I don't want to spoil it. But this is what he says right after the Jerry chant. I have no no punchlines or uh, jokes or anything. I'm just gonna talk and see what happens. Oh, <laughs> oh I can't wait. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm so excited about this. That is going to be so so bad. Oh, I yeah. uh, I I host a, oh, I haven't hosted it in a long time, but I used to host a weekly show here in Boston on Mondays where people would would uh, try professionals would try out their new material. But every now and then, someone from the crowd's like, "You should put me up there." You know what I mean? I'm pretty funny, and I always do. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course, <laughs> you have to. It's awful, and it's my favorite part is watching them realize it's not as easy as they thought it was going to be. Like, like it, it hits them very fast. You but know, I'm like, so funny f- around my buddies at the pub. I'm that, always so the, what, funny. What that dude just said is what they all say. You know, I'm not. I don't have any jokes. I'm just going to go up there and kind of tell stories, kind of talk. It's like, okay, unless you're Dave Chappelle, that's not going to fucking work for you. <laughs> yes, I know. Give it a try. It is a testament to the stand-ups who make it look so easy. Because no yes. one, no one ever like grabs Eddie Van Halen's guitar and says, "Let me play the lead from Hopper Teacher." I've never tried it before, but I, you know, I, I think I could probably pull it off. I don't know why they think they can do comedy. I knew a, I have a friend who's who who used to get annoyed. Sometimes you do it when you have like a really hot set. People will come up to you after and be like, "Dude, I want to try comedy. I'm thinking about trying stand up." You know what I mean? It, it's and it's because you just made it look so easy and fun that yep. they're just like. But a lot of people take that as an insult. They're like. What, you think you can do what I do? It's like, no, nah, you just made it look. It's like when you like, go to see, like, uh, <laughs> I almost said Kobe. I'm like, yeah, I just can't help but get dark. I was going to say, when you watch Kobe play basketball, he made it look so easy that you'd think uh, you could do it, you know? Yeah. But, but he made flying in a helicopter look super hard, though. So <laughs> Yeah, I was just going to say, there was one thing he wasn't able to land. I don't know. I don't know what the joke is. I'm not sure. It's terrible. Brother man. Brother man. I'm really impressed with your stream. I'm really impressed, bro. They aren't related, but they do be brothers. Will, do you have uh, any more time to hang out and talk about Stuttering John? A little bit. Not too much. Not but too I much. Okay. Could, 10 minutes or so. Can we All do right, that? Let's, let's do 10 more minutes then. And I really appreciate you hanging out for so long. No, no uh, problem. Let's man. get this thing started. So Stuttering John has made an announcement, and I don't think it's a great idea, but 
maybe it's working for him. He said this uh, on his podcast from just earlier this week that uh, he is no longer going to be doing comedy. And the reason why I'm stretching this out and I'm still talking is because I cannot find (laughs) the clip that I want to play. I don't know what I called it. I'm looking everywhere and wow. Am I on the you right know, page? I, the chat's making <laughs> the, the chat's making fun of me for having to piss all the time, but I'm I'm gonna do it again while you're looking, and I'll be right back. All right, <laughs> sounds good. I think Chris is gonna go too. And I'm also gonna get myself tested for diabetes. Yeah, let's talk about Manscaped while we wait. That's a good idea. I don't think I've gotten through all this copy yet. Um, support WATP. Support for WATP is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below the belt grooming. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. You've heard this on other shows. You've thought about it. Now's the time to do it. WATP20 is the promo code. 20% off. Free shipping. I'm back, brothers. Will. All right, buddy. I found found the clip that I wanted to set this up. Suttering John has decided to change his show format. I mean, these people know what they're talking about. And, you know, uh, you know, I'm trying to do that. You know, I, this, this podcast used to be all comedy, but now there's nothing funny about this administration anymore. Oh, so it used to be a comedy <laughs> show. Could have fooled me. But now, because Trump is so out of control, he has gone to nothing but crazy left-wing political talk show, bringing pundits on who are left-wing Alex Jones. They're, they have these crazy theories. They're so fucking out there. And why is John doing this? Yeah, I'll get back to doing a non-political show. You know, but right now is not the time. There's too much corrupt crap going on. And, uh, <laughs> and, and I have to keep us, you know, I have to keep us informed. So it's up to John to inform the public. John of, Melendez. Of what's, yes, thank God John Melendez is taking on this responsibility. It's his duty now. To make sure that the masses know what's going on with politics. And you always know when someone has a very large reach because they talk a lot (laughs) about their numbers. You know, Joe Rogan's always talking about how many views he got, (laughs) how many downloads. Bill Burr can't (laughs) shut up about it. All the big podcasters, that's all they want to talk about. This is numbers, stu- numbers, numbers. This is Stuttering John explaining his numbers. Because you can see on YouTube how many views he's gotten. So it's not a mystery, but all right, let's check this out. These are people that are not understanding the power the Stuttering John podcast has. I know you might think that's Whoa. hysterical. Some of you will be laughing right now. Yep. But no, yep. it's not only the 5,000, 10,000 views I get on YouTube. It's my Libsyn numbers, my Pandora numbers, my Spotify numbers, my iTunes numbers. They all add up. They all <laughs> add up. I am getting, you know, trust me, trust me, fifty to 60,000 uh, views a week. So this show specifically, I was watching it on YouTube. <laughs> it had been up for two days and it had 934 views. Oh. So he's already exaggerating that. So you know he's lying. Yeah. He's like, you know, on he's, YouTube, there's 5,000, 10,000 views. Like, wait, no, there's not. What are you talking he's about? caught between, you know, I, I almost feel bad for him in a sense because he's like, he's living in the 90s when you could just say shit and no one right, could ever check right. it. No, no. You know I mean? yeah. So he's like, he's, he's using 90s tricks of just saying like things that sound good. And then 
you're sitting there looking right at it going like i'm looking at the views bro it's 975 or something like that like what are you talking about plus you're a podcaster so you probably know this he goes you got to look at my libsyn numbers as well as my spotify as well as my itunes like dude no libsyn is all those things yeah, that, yeah, that's Lipson how Lipson works. Like it, <laughs> it pushes it out to all the different things. You can't just add. He's like adding numbers over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. First, you got to look at the amount of my, times my mom texts me and tells me she listened to it. Yes. I download it to just test it, make sure it works good. So, some know? guy overheard someone else listening to it on an airplane. That's got to count as a listen. Yeah. So yeah. listen to how delusional he is because John is also getting trolled by the chat room, which is great. But this, somebody just set him up and he took the bait. John, you need a payday. You're way better than Joe Rogan, bro. Thank you. Uh, I think so, too. I really do. (laughs) That's no offense to Joe. He's being serious. He thinks he's better than Joe Rogan. And then he goes, no offense. (laughs) No offense. That's wildly offensive. Yeah, it's wildly offensive. You just said Joe Rogan's the shittiest broadcaster in the history of broadcasting. If you're better than him. He's like. He, he as he's saying as he's like oh i uh, i think i'm as good as joe rogan but then he's like thinking he's like but if joe what if joe's listening right now of so course he's joe's like, listening uh, 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 which of course he is because if <laughs> yeah. he if he wants to find out anything about politics he has to listen so he's listening and he's like he's like oh what if joe hears this so then he's like nothing against that joe so <laughs> in let case me you play, ever wanted to have me on now that he's declared that he's better than the best podcaster let's hear a couple of clips that I think will probably sum that up nicely. This is the most hilarious brain fart you will ever hear on a podcast. So sure enough, um, you know, this, uh, this, this, um, the hell was I going to say? I always do that by accident. Um, I, uh, you know, (laughs) (laughs) I always do that by accident. Usually I get brain farts on purpose, but this time I'm doing it on accident. Smoking what I'm smoking. It sounds like um, I, did, <laughs> I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't shit on him too much. I do that all the time. <laughs> do you ever like, edit it out of your podcast? Well, I, I yeah, and I, I luckily have people, you know, nearby. I can say, well, what the fuck was I just talking about? And uh, I, I, <laughs> I do that on stage sometimes, but I mean, it's always, uh, you know, I'm, what was I talking about? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I do th- I do <laughs> that on it. stage, and I'm and you get someone in the crowd to just go, "Hey, what, what was I just talking about?" But for me, the recall is much closer because uh, I just smoke weed. I'm California sober, and I think John is all kinds of nothing sober. He talks about how he smokes speed weed, which is his advertiser, which I think is just an exchange for product. So he's constantly yeah. smoking weed and drinking. And after uh, Kamala Harris was announced, he said this. That is awesome. Wow. I'm I'm so happy. It's going to be a good day of drinking today. <laughs> this guy's drinking every day, and it's a problem. Oh, it's that's a sad. serious problem. Yeah, you think? Yeah, no, it's super sad. It's a serious problem. I uh, Tomorrow, actually, is my 11 years since I quit drinking. And uh, let me tell you, I would have said something just like that 11 years ago. <laughs> Well, that would have been like when you when you want to drink all day every day, you're looking for any sort of like you're like, oh my god, the weatherman says it's going to be a good weekend. <laughs> I guess I'm going to get drunk. Gonna get I drunk wasn't today. going to, but if it's sunny, oh my god, oh there's a new episode of Ellen on. Time to get fucked up. I I love your bit about that. We were like, I used to drink a lot, but it didn't really agree with me. 
I would get sleepy. <laughs> my car would get crashy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fucking great. Crashy cars. Uh, yeah, all right. Though. This is, I'm telling Will his jokes. This is great. This is uh, John. <laughs> <laughs> John's phone goes off uh, in the middle of an interview. Now, he's got this woman on who's this election fraud expert, Jennifer Cohn, and she speaks no why 94% of the time. This is John's podcast. He just blanks out and lets people filibuster unless his phone is going off in the middle of the conversation. And it, um, it's, it's owned by a company whose major oil and gas. So oh. you know, they have sort of stakes in perhaps. Is that you? Or is that me? Yeah, hold on. If it's oh me, God. I apologize. I if it's you, that poor woman. She's trying to talk uh, through it. It just keeps going. She's just like, why are, why are you stopping that? Is this me? What's going on right now? Because anyone else would have just like turned it off. It actually sounded like uh, I felt I, <laughs> she tried her best there. She was like, yes, um, she tried. This, she was like, I must be hearing that in my head because there's no way this guy's so unprofessional that his <laughs> iPhone. Hop, 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 better than Joe. <laughs> that's okay. like the, that's like the, uh, I just bought my iPhone. And like, got it from the store ringtone too. That's like this fresh out of the. <laughs> yes. That's the that's the boomer ringtone. Like I don't know how to change my ringtone ringtone. And why do you have your ring on anyway? Why would you ever have your yeah, ring on? Well, this is ca- in case the fucking beer guy hits the door. You know what I mean? That's what it is. Like the beer delivery guy could come, so he needs his phone on. I think that's probably true. <laughs> that's probably is true. This is him not paying attention. What you're about to hear is the woman's going to stop talking. There is going to be over five seconds of silence before John realizes that the guest is no longer talking and it's time for him to talk. External to the government is a white hat hacker that is going to protect, you know, do something to try to deflect attacks on county election systems. Uh, So Heather Warner says there's no mail allowed in Texas. By the way, Heather Warner is, is someone who's in the chat. So he's like zoning out, reading the chat, not paying attention uh, at all. She stops talking. He's like, oh, fuck. What the, what the fuck did she just say? What are yeah, we talking I, about? I have no in, idea. In his defense, she was really boring, but still that's like <laughs> that's extremely true. unprofessional. Uh, this sounds good, though. I think I'm going to have to start listening to this podcast because he's like, listen he's to, like comp- checked listen out. Listen to this clip right here. I played this on Anthony Cumia's show on Thursday. It's the funniest thing you'll ever hear. I am so proud. When I heard this happen... I was jumping up and down. I was so excited. Uh, I hope I'm not overselling it. It's better than 10 Super Bowls. There <laughs> right, we go. I am hopping up and down concerned about touchscreen voting machines and the possibility of, of fraudulent flips and deletions on these down ballot races and that no one will notice it and it will screw us, screw the Democratic Party um, with gerrymandering. Who is that guy's so- name? <laughs> <laughs> Who's wait? I'm writing this down. Who's this gerrymandering? What's he? Who's he screwing? Is that your boyfriend? What, what, who is wow. this? <laughs> who's gerrymandering? I've heard of this is guy he before. He's, his name keeps coming up. Should I have him? <laughs> should I book him as a guest? <laughs> Where's he live? Denial? Is that the state? <laughs> uh, I think I think John says it best when he says this. This is not a bright guy. No. It's not. It's not a bright wow. guy. But what? Hey, not a stutter in any of those clips, though. You got to give him credit for that. He's lost the stutter. Yeah, it's the only <laughs> thing we liked about him. That's the only I, thing I, we I, liked about him. 
I'll never forget him asking Sharon Stone if she smells her own farts. Every time I see Sharon Stone, I, I her reaction to that question was like, what? And, and I just always remembered her reaction told me that she does smell her own farts. She, <laughs> you know, you know what's funny about that is the thing that you remember about Stuttering John is something that Fred Norris wrote for him. Like that's ah, how little talent John has. Like anything that's that memorable is very about him, true. Like when, when we first broke down his show, I started it with, by the way, I love stuttering John because of this question he asked Ringo Starr. And I played the clip of him asking Ringo where the money went just to set it up. Like, look at, yeah. I enjoyed this shit as much as everybody else. However, the guy has zero talent and he's embarrassing himself. Seems to be a theme today. <laughs> it's true, man. And he has no business doing politics in this clip that I'm about to play. No. He brings up an article that neither him nor his guest has even read. I know. I know. I know. And getting back to the post office, do you know what they're trying to do to the states? They have to pay some extra money to have the mail delivered on time. Well, you know, I, I glanced at the article, but I didn't read it in full. I'm sorry. I didn't know that that was a specific article you wanted me to talk about. Yeah, there is. No, some... no, no, no. I just, I, I, I just want, because I saw it somewhere. <laughs> oh, my God. You should not be doing a, a political show if you, if you are reading Twitter headlines and then trying to start a conversation around it. Yeah, it's like it, the podcast should be called like I'm halfway through a lie I can't finish by John Melendez. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I just have one more clip and then I'll let you go. Uh, I, got, I have other clips, but I'll save them for the bonus show probably because there's so much to save talk about. Because John yeah. just should not be doing politics. But this is he's got no, a lot of people that shouldn't are. I mean, even myself, some, sometimes right. you just start talking about Corona. It ends up being something else. But like, yeah, I mean, no one needs there's enough people talking about it. That's for sure. So, do you know who Tom Myers is, by any chance? Uh, I don't think so. Sounds kind of familiar, but... He's from Baltimore. He's the world's most unfunny comedian. And (laughs) him and I have been doing a little bit of battle back and forth, a little Twitter Twitter war. And what I love about the listeners of WATP is that they'll troll John with names like Vic's Elbow or Tom Myers. And John has no idea. He doesn't know what's going on. So Tom Myers is fucking with him the entire episode, which is not really Tom Myers, obviously. It's just someone who's trolling him. And at the end, he finally gets fed up and kicks him off and blocks him. So don't worry about it, Tom. I know, you know what? You know, you're just trying to antagonize me, Tom. You've been trying to do it all day. Uh, You know what, Tom? Enough. You know what? I'm done with this guy. He's just trying to be a pain in the neck. He's gone. (laughs) Goodbye, 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 goodbye. Ha ha! Wow. Oh, I just like I just like to listen to John getting trolled by uh, WATP listeners. It makes me very happy. <laughs> you guys are doing the Lord's work here, driving a couple mentally ill guys a little more <laughs> deeper into their insanity. <laughs> well, when you put it that way, it makes it sound like we're the monsters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Will, this has been this has been a blast talking to you. Can you tell people about your podcast and/or YouTube show? That people should yeah, check out. Man. So I do the Noonan show. Hopefully one day we'll be big enough to be made fun of on this show. Okay. We uh we uh we it's it's just you know, it's just a hang. Oh no, it's a hang <laughs> no, show. Not really. And me and Paul, um my buddy Paul, real good friend of mine, we sit every week and uh he's not really a comedian, he's like just a regular dude, but he's into comedian type stuff and he's a podcaster. But he's really just my friend, so that's what makes the show good, is that it's just like he kind of like reads me a story and then I kind of make fun of it and it's on YouTube. And uh, every now and then I bring my dog on the show. <laughs> that's that's our gimmick. Sometimes the dog is there. 
Awesome. Well, people. Oh, should- we have a segment called Speaker of the Blouse where we do a uh, uh, hot chick over sixty. Very Greg Hughes. <laughs> nice. uh, we have another uh, one called Just Shave It, Bro, where we discuss. We we take a listener's headshot and we decide whether or not he should keep his hair or shave it all off. It's usually, it's a guy who's going bald, so we we sort of decide whether or not he should keep it or shave it off. So you goof on you goof on the people who actually enjoy your content. I like that. Yeah, I yeah, get people want that. to be goofed on. Yeah, exactly. So uh, people should subscribe to your YouTube channel as yes. well. Yes, we're neat. We just switched over a little while ago, so we need we need that. YouTube is a tough beast, but uh, we you know we do it for the fun of it, and it's uh it's on it's on like Twitch, it's on all kinds of places, but uh, it's growing. We're getting more listeners all the time, and uh, it's a good time. Every every Thursday at noon for noonan, get it? Noonan show. I noon thursdays well yeah. there's been some talk of uh you know opie no just kidding. i was gonna say opie wants to buy our our show but <laughs> he uh, wants to invest gonna, in it do you remember when he told ralph it. sutton that or or lewis jay gomez he's like yeah i think i might invest in uh gas digital we're gonna change it up a little bit and they just totally ignored that. him i talked yeah, to like, i talked to ralph sutton about that and he yeah. goes, he goes, oh, that, that never even got, Lewis didn't even bring that to me. They, they didn't take that seriously at all. Like, yeah, okay, no, Lewis on. basically asked him to be on yeah. and that's what he came back with. How about right. I just oh, buy I just, your whole, why don't I just buy your network? That's <laughs> 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 that thing you work so hard to build from the ground up. Well, also Opie has proven he knows nothing about podcasting or how to be successful in podcasting. Whereas Lewis and Ralph obviously do. And he's like, yeah. why don't I come in there and invest and I'll, I'll start making some decisions. Like, who in their right mind also, would do that? That was also the weekend. He said that the weekend of Skankfest. So it was like yeah. he had he had just proven that he could sell like a thousand tickets or two thousand tickets. That's insane. So it's like, hey, can I have it? Can I buy it from you? He's uh, he's a little tone deaf, as we like to say yeah. in the industry. But well, yeah, we're on the Noonan Show. I do Brother Man on there sometimes, and it's uh, the Noonan Show on YouTube. It's a good time. Will, thanks so much it. for coming on. You were awesome. I really appreciate your time today. Hey, it was a lot of fun, man, and uh, I'd love to come on again. I uh, I was a little bit I was a little bit uh, trepidatious because I always feel a little bit bad, like because I'm a nobody, you know what I mean. When I make fun of a guy like Opie, I always feel like it's a little bit like, you know, people are like, "Who the fuck does this guy think he is making fun of a guy who's made that much money and done so much?" But in well, the nature of hold on, but, uh, but also, uh, but I always say to Anthony, that's what you do. Like, you know what I mean? That's what you do. You're a comedian. Are you, aren't you allowed to punch up? Cause I, I get confused. Like if you punch down, people get pissed. You punch up nah. and you, you don't have any business doing it. It's like, it, what are you supposed to do? No, I know. And it, and it's, it's, you're, you're really supposed to punch up like at people you're kind of friendly with, you know what I mean? I think, but it's kind of, I don't, I don't even, but I always, when I met Anthony, like, it was like he Anthony's given me a lot of breaks and he's given me so much. And it's been interesting to see like sort of behind the curtain a little bit and like what goes on with, you know, with the personalities now that E-Rock's working at, uh, at compound. It's crazy to me, like growing up being a fan of these guys that I'm like, that I know Anthony and E-Rock, you know what I mean? So it's kind of just, I don't know uh, what all I ever want to say is like, I don't think I'm fucking hot shit either i realize that i can say some pretty stupid unfunny stuff but at least i'm self-aware right carl well this is a show only for hot shits i only want hot <laughs> shit people on this show having their hot takes 
All right. Well, Will, thank you so much. Deep down, I do think I'm hot shit. Okay, deep down, I think I'm hot shit. Okay. I like that you bookend your appearance with apologies. You you started this by saying, by the way, Opie's the man. I love the guy. And you ended it with, Opie's the greatest. I don't know what the fuck Uh, I'm talking about. I'm going to cut all of that out in post and just make it look like you're an asshole and a shitster. You really should. And also, (laughs) sometime, if you're ever bored, you should listen to early episodes of my first podcast, Hypothetically, that I started like when I was... Uh, a new comic because I'm sure there's some very cringeworthy stuff on there for you. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll goof, I'll goof on you, especially with the yeah, invitation, check, open invitation. Yeah, check it out sometime. You know what'd be fun? We'll book Will to come back on again. We'll give him a show to do, and then we'll totally sandbag him and actually so, just yeah. play his show. Like, what the fuck play are you thinking old, with this joke, Will? What is this? Play play old clips of me back at me and just watch me break and cry and turn into John Melendez. Okay, that, <laughs> right that one get the video set up for. That one needs to be a video <laughs> cast. Awesome. That Thanks, good, buddy. Man. Thanks so much for Thank coming on. Thank you, guys. It was a blast. I'll All see right. you next time. All right, see ya. Uh, we have another segment that we need to get to, and we're going to bring on everybody's favorite review reader. Our friend Vic is going to come on. She wants to review a podcast. Vic, what's up? Hello. There she is. She made us wait for it. She made us wait for the catchphrase. We all anticipated it. We couldn't wait. Um, So we got to, I want to talk about why we're reviewing this podcast. But first, I want to talk about your OnlyFans page because, yes, I signed up for your OnlyFans page. It's $10 a month. And what I've gotten in return for that is a video I already have. And then a new video where you talk through a mask in a park through a six-inch speaker, and you can barely hear what you're saying. So I'm hoping that you're going to have more content if I'm going to keep paying 10 bucks a month, Vic. Do you have a plan? I do have another one to post. I do. Oh, good. Okay. Is it new material, or is it the, the same jokes? Oh, it's new, and I kind of bombed. Oh, so. oh you kind of bombed this time? Oh, Shocking. I did. <laughs> <laughs> can, I play, can I play a real quick clip from the... I hope this is okay. I mean, obviously, it's behind the paywall. It's behind the paywall, but I paid for it. So this is a clip from Vic's new stand-up special. I think uh, she's in negotiations with Netflix as we speak. Let's let's check this out. I love She's just riffing there. But I do like oh, that yeah. she threw in her amazing, her other catchphrase. Amazing. And uh, she likes comedy. I don't know if you guys could hear that. She likes comedy because she gets to hear a smattering of laughter. Chris. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about this podcast that we're <laughs> reviewing today. Apparently, one of the guys on the show, there's a couple comedians who do a show. And it is called Fill My Heart. And I guess they review Dr. Phil episodes. Yeah. Um, there's like a whole like genre on YouTube where like people just like watch uh, Dr. Phil shows and they're like, whoa, he's stupid. Right. And they're like, yeah, right. Um, so that's the whole show. So I listened to a little bit of this and it sounded like the two guys were just bantering for a while back and forth. And then they get into it and they talk about the episode they're going to listen to and they start playing clips and they talk about Dr. Phil I don't know how you found out about yeah. these guys. If this is like maybe your boyfriend show, I don't know why we're doing this, but I got a note from you that said, I got called a serial killer by a guy who has a shitty Dr. Phil podcast. Can we review it? And my answer at first was no. And then I realized that you had a vendetta and that you were really enraged by this person. 
So I figured I would let you go off on them. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. Um, if you, if you play my like number one clip, um, that I think that like pretty much sums up the show pretty well. But hold on before I do that though. Yeah. How, what is the connection? What's your connection to these guys? Or, or one of the oh, guys? okay. The guy with like mush mouth, um, mushier mouth than mine. He, he called me like a serial killer. Cause he like slid into my DMS after that open mic and he like just wanted to like fuck. So you're mad at this guy. Cause he found you attractive and wanted to have sex with you. It's odd. 100%. Cause he was like, Oh, you like, you're psychopathic. I was like, I, I guess like it took you long enough to notice, I guess, you know? Um, I don't know. I, I just, everything about him pisses me off for no reason. All right, well, Carl. Listen, like, I just look at him. Anyone, if you're thinking about trying to fuck Vic, don't do it. Cause she will make fun of you on a podcast. If you even try. All right, here's, here's uh track one, just trolling. Well, no, the, the song is always a garnish for me. So it's like the most. Yeah. If I could trust you to pick an intro song, no, I would let you do it every week. That's what but I, I cannot trust you to do it. <laughs> yeah. Which is, I don't know. I think I, pick good ones i've picked billy idol no, buddy you don't pick bad songs you pick bad intro music right we've been over this yeah. it's not the song choice that's the problem the songs are fine well at least them as intro music where you lack the tact to do it but <laughs> i mean i don't know you've like done not just that but like i want my mtv that's happened like just as many and at least when i do it's on purpose to troll you so that's him like just absolutely disintegrating whatever his like oh like i like picked really important music for the intro um and then obviously his co-host doesn't really respect him all that much at all not only does he have a mush mouth but he really pronounces his p's and oh, he, li- yeah. he likes to shoot them into the microphone oh god yeah he looks like a a jewish uh hunchback in notre whoa, whoa, dame whoa. as well whoa, where are we going with this <laughs> oh i could say it i'm also jewish that's it's true fine. that's true okay good Woof. Got real nervous for a second there because of cancel culture. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, but if you want to hear more Mushmouth, there's number two. No, I think she is a sociopath. I, I mean, I'm obviously, you know. I, I believe you mean it. sociopath. <laughs> She's a sociopath. Yeah. Sociopath, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, God. Because I, I, I watched this, like, video about the difference between psychopaths and or. Yeah, Do you have to be able to talk in order to have a podcast? Because I was not told about this. <laughs> no, absolutely not. Okay, good. Good. I'm off the hook then. For a second there, I was like, are you going to start making fun of the way that I can't pronounce words? Because that's going to suck. That's going to suck for me. I could picture you doing that too. Wow, look at that. It's you exactly really put your you P's out there. Thank you. Really just shot that P in the microphone, buddy. Uh, can I ask a question? Are you flirting yeah. with this guy? Is that what we're doing right now? No, no, <laughs> no. I actually have a boyfriend. Uh, Again. I protest too much, methinks. Oh my God. No, fuck no. Um, Vic has a boyfriend, everybody. All right. Congratulations, yeah. Vic. I got ball and chained again. Nice. All right, what else we got on this uh, this pod? Um, uh, number five, he keeps having like these strokes in oh. the middle of him talking. Okay. Yeah. yeah no. <laughs> oh, so you ran a red light though? On accident. Well, like this car totally is one of those dumb like old cars that old people 
Um, yeah, it's just drive. one of those dumb old cars that old dumb people drive. <laughs> <laughs> this is an ageist podcast. Yeah, right. No, if you're but, over the age of 55, <laughs> suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> but it's kind of like, you know, uh, it, it's I'm, like I don't – if you have money to spend on like a nice car, just like why are you – Getting something that's like that old. I don't get it. I'm not a big car. Oh, wait, 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 wait. So, sorry. It's a classic car. It was like an old school car. It it took all that explanation and all that, like, fucking brain power to just figure out, oh, it was an old school car. These people are dumb. Incredibly. Incredibly. And they're both stand-up comedians? 100%. But they do open mics. They do open mics mostly. Okay. Yes. What else is going on with these two mumble mouths? Um, go ahead and um, uh, play number eight. He hurt himself masturbating, which I don't. I didn't know that was possible. Oh, it's it's possible. Oh How's it going, God. buddy? I'm doing all right. I actually really fucked up my neck last night, and I I really wish I were making this up, but I did it masturbating. Did you really? I I really did. What happened? I I don't I. I don't know if it's because I came and then, like, something happened or if I was in pain the whole time, but my adrenaline was up yeah. so much. Did you come way harder because you were in pain the whole time? Maybe. You know? <laughs> huh. uh, how many times have you hurt yourself masturbating, Carl? I've, I've never hurt my neck. Um, this is stupid. These guys yeah. are like, trying to be shocking or interesting, and they're neither of those things. Yeah, he he also thinks having sex on the couch uh, for my number four clip is like surprising. He was genuinely surprised. Does anyone listen to this show? Uh, I saw their downloads. Oh, um, they would get like a couple, like a hundred for each episode. Righteous numbers, Patrick Michael, you listening? Maybe we should talk about masturbating more. <laughs> oh my god! All right, I've been caught about. having sex. Really? Yeah, that's better. <laughs> several, yeah, a bunch of times. What? But, Really? What yep. happened? Like my little brother, you know what oh. I mean? Like everyone would be gone except for my little brother and we'd be like on the couch and he would like come downstairs and I'd like make eye contact, like go upstairs, you know? Yeah. Just things like that. Wait, so you had sex on the couch? Dude, yeah. I mean. Is the other guy a virgin? What kind of question is that? <laughs> well, exactly. But also like how close with your brother are you that you have to like make eye contact like while you're having sex and are able to just be like, hey, go away. You know what I mean? I don't. What the fuck is up with that? I don't know what you mean. I don't have a younger brother. I've never been caught having sex with a fa- by a family member. Yeah. So I don't. I don't know how I would react to that. I'm not sure God. how I would react. I don't know if I'd be like, "Mom, inappropriate time to bring me brownies." What are we doing? Yeah. I don't know, I don't know what um, I would say. And then my my number ten, uh, it's fucking annoying. Shtick now. <laughs> In the classics here. <laughs> Tell us. Um, quite a bit. Yeah. Just, or Tibetan monks just masturbating the whole time, though? Or... <laughs> <laughs> That's the same word in it. No, I use a lot. And, uh, and no, like <laughs> and fucking no, like these people snooze. <laughs> we have that much money. No, if yeah. you're fucking no. They, they're uh, they're a penny bender. Yeah, they... yeah. Vic making super cuts for us. Oh yeah, that was literally in the first like five to ten minutes, and like that much fucking laughing. Yeah. And I I uh, I hate his laugh. I fucking hate it.
You seem to dislike these people. I've noticed. It made my blood boil. I I dislike their podcast. I dislike their comedy. I dislike them. However, the the non-virgin one has a really hot girlfriend, so. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. I'd fuck her. Cool. Yeah. Would you fuck her and your roommate is the question everybody wants to know at the same time. No, 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 no. She's she's not my type. All right. It is now time for everyone's favorite part of the show. The This is the part of the show where we play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing on next week's WATP. I'm excited. We got Croge lined up to come down and do the show. I feel like it's been a while since we've had Croge in studio. And this is a clip from the podcast that he and I will be reviewing. Would you say that you're eloquent? Um, yeah. I am very eloquent. Yeah. I'm very eloquent. I don't Ooh, know. Say the word, say the word V-U-N-E-R-A-B-L-E. V-U-N. It's when you're like this. Vulnerable? Oh, you said it right. Okay. Oh, vulnerable. I didn't say vulnerable. It's vulnerable. I didn't say vu- vulnerable. Vulnerable? Vulnerable. Pull up a British person saying, it's going to be really oh. hard for him to find. There it is. Oh. Vulnerable. Vulnerable. Oh, yeah. Let, hang on. Let's hear it. Let's hang on. Let me hear it. Vulnerable. Oh, that's a fucking... Do British guy saying it. Okay. British British people say things better. Yeah. It's always like, I feel like I would love a British hype man. Yeah. Vulnerable. 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 I just got a text from Will Noonan letting him, letting me know he's taking another leak. <laughs> Thanks, Will. You got to work on that, buddy. Holy shit. Uh, so this is a show called Two Bears, One Cave with Burt Kreischer and Tom Segura. A suggestion from Matt in Chicago and Burt Kreischer. We've covered his podcast in the past. Tom Segura was on a show, is, is on a show called Your Mom's House. We've covered his show. This is the show where the two of them get together. Two famous comedians being wildly unfunny. I mean, just from that clip. I don't know. I haven't, I haven't listened to the whole thing. But being wildly unfunny, trying to pronounce a word. <laughs> Great. People are laughing in the background for no reason. And this has like 700,000 views on YouTube, what we just heard. I, I don't. I don't get it. I don't know why. I don't know why these people have a following and why they're famous. I, I know that they go on Joe Rogan show. I'm sure that helps, but Jesus Christ. I want to give a shout out to Circus Midget, who has been doing some fantastic Photoshops for us. And I posted the most recent one in our subreddit and I popped it up on, on Twitter. It's uh, it's very well done. That's all I'll say. You'll want to, you'll want to check that out. The, the Boulevard of Broken Podcasts is the title of that work. Vic, we've done it all. That was a long conversation about Opie today. Holy shit. Way too much. Way that, too much Opie. That Will guy was getting so far in front of me. I would like play a clip and then he'd explain the next seven clips I was about to play. I'm like, hey, oh, yes, I agree, but give me a, give me a second. Damn it. <laughs> I'm trying to keep in my head like, okay, I got to remember to play this. Oh boy. That was fun though. Will Will's a good guy and uh, a great co-host for WATP. I enjoyed that a lot. Um, all right. Well, uh, Vic, we'll, we'll read some reviews and do some voicemails in a little bit. Hell yeah. Awesome. All right. Please join us again next week. It might be the episode we find out once and for all 
Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every single pony. Parting in the mush pits of morning radio. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. these podcasts i don't know i don't get it makes no sense with vic vic we got any recent reviews coming in hello yeah Uh, you actually got (laughs) (laughs) i gotta sneak it in there yeah i love it um, you actually have a five star from Jedi Jimmykins. Um, is everything Jedi a question? Jimmykins. The best part of this podcast is reading all the hate and one star reviews. The fact that so many wound up douches get ticked off because the podcast they listen to gets critically destroyed uh, means he's onto something. And Carl, it's Clinton, not Crinton. Thank you. Thank you for that uh, that feedback, that constructive criticism. <laughs> I do appreciate it. And I'm trying to get better. So thank you for that. Thank you for the five stars. Oh, yeah. Jesus, ugh! Stop fucking thanking him, Carl. Should we get You're back making to doing people? Should we get back to doing that thing where you read the reviews and we try to guess how many stars is? Like people called us out for that, but it was kind of fun, right? Yeah, it was decent. It was okay. decent. Let's do this that. Is, Let's do it on the next one. This is a good one. Yeah. All right. So try harder, boner guys. Are they trying hard or hardly trying? The flaccid effort makes me limp. <laughs> How many are, <laughs> how do you granny rammers expect to sell ball razors, which is such an unfirm attempt at trying? Review me back, rubber dicks. F- fantastic. That's a five star. Chris and I agree. Five stars, right? No, three what? stars. What? Ah, oh, damn it. What kind of three star review is that? You knew all the inside references. <laughs> what a shithead. It's an honest review. You but, have been but, three stars lately. By the way, three stars does. Oh, okay. <laughs> <She's done yet. laughs> Three stars does absolutely nothing for us. It's the same as doing nothing. All right. Oh yeah. All right. And then um oof times a million. Uh the positive reviews on here sound like brainwashed cult members. Finding the nasal whines and horrible and irrational it uh takes is almost as bad. What the fuck? He doesn't know English. How much they seem to want to live in the past as radio hosts for a classic rock station. But instead, they got stuck with podcasts. They're also too unfunny to just converse on topics and make it interesting. So they use the reliable but hacky shtick of judging other shows to subsist. Um, And their uh, comedic IQs. Jesus, Carlin would have torn these lads to shred. Not to mention the pure horror that is critiquing podcasts while clipping their audio examples out of context to paint an inaccurate picture. Pure horror. Jeez. Dudes, don't give up. Just get better. (laughs) Oh, thanks. Thanks for the encouragement. That's got to be a one star, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. Person sounds a little butthurt. Fuck you, Mr. Habershine. Sounds a little bit butthurt. Yeah, that's all the reviews today. Okay. Well, that's fun. 
Well, we'll get back to doing our uh, our guessing game. And if you guys want to make fun of me for ripping off Max's bit, you can go fuck yourselves. This is Tucker Dixon calling in to talk about that Mitch McConnell joke that Suttering John had. Hey, Carl. It's Tucker Dixon here. I just want to let you all know the thing that was most insulting about the Mitch McConnell joke or, uh, or what's his name there, Suttering John, is that it's Mitch McConnell and he calls him Mitch McConnell. Why don't you go with Mitch McCockless, which almost sounds like Mitch McConnell, and you're just changing less letters, and you sound like less of a retard. I don't know why neither of you picked up on that, but, I mean, I guess trying to keep up with stuttering John's retardation is probably tough. Anyways, call me back. Tucker out. That's what you're here for, Tucker, to pick up the ball when we drop it. Thank you very much. (laughs) I mean, it's just not a funny joke regardless. Even with the alliteration, it's still not a funny joke. Mitch McDickless, Mitch McCockless, cares. Podcast Hitman called in. He's got uh, some notes for you, Vic. Oh, I figured, yeah. Oh, yeah? You guys have been going at it lately? No, he just fucking hates me. Okay. Hey, Carl. It's Podcast Hitman. Listen, man, we got to talk. Stop trying to make Vic as a hot girl. She's not. I've seen the video. Nice Doug sent it to me. She looks like freaking Peggy Hill. <laughs> Ain't into it. Apparently you are, which is good for you, man, but seriously, no one needs to see Vic. Get her off the show. You don't even have to have me on. Just get somebody. Get a dog. Maybe a goldfish. Get one of those 80s robots. I don't know. Do something, but get rid of Vic. I'm sick of her. An 80s robot. That's not a bad idea. Oh, no. That'd be kind of fun. So, God damn it. He actually called back again to double down on how unattractive Vic is. I'm not going to play both of these, Carl. I, I thought it was too much. I thought it was overkill. Oh, damn it. But, I like the Peggy Hill reference. Like, if yeah, it was fun. I think I, I, it's give me 10 years and I'll be Peggy Hill. I think it's interesting that Podcast Hitman just got engaged and he's so proud of himself now that he's going around calling everyone else ugly. <laughs> Congrats, podcast hit, man. We're proud of you, buddy. Um, all right, I don't know what's going on here, but Vic is friends with this guy on Instagram. Hey, hot Carla. Oh, what's up? So I messaged Vic Tertia on Instagram, found out she's legit, but phone number that she gave me since I'm 22 and a retarded-ass drunk boomer uh, is not the phone number for the WACP hotline. So I Googled it finally and I figured the shit out. But two, one, there's a podcast called Loving BDSM. Goddamn terrible. The lady sounds like she needs to swallow her spit and you hear her swallow it. Dude, like you literally hear her swallow it. And I'm not even kidding you. It just sounds so bad. It still sounds like she's chewing cum or spit like a goddamn cow with cud. Like it's crazy shit. But the other thing is, God damn it, I fucked up. But anyways, I don't know, whatever. Uh, you're listening to Who Are These Podcasts. Yeah, I don't know, shit. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, buddy. But thanks for the show. Uh, you're welcome. See you later. Don't Rubber apologize. Roof, rubber dick. Shit. God damn it. Ugh. That was a, 
a fun meltdown at the end. He did call back to try to redeem himself, but I'm not going to play that one. No, that's just bad. Not, you not should a feel bad. One. I was very confused by most of that. But Vic, I'm sure you're good friends with that person. Uh, I don't remember him. Fair enough. All right. Yeah. Brandon from Shitty Song of the Week called in. Hey, Carl. It's Brandon from Shitty Song of the Week. Uh, I was listening to your one of your latest Patreon episodes where you're you. diving into uh, pod culture and politipod. And I noticed something. Um, I'm just going to say it. I'm pretty sure Seamus might be a furry. Mm. When I was on your show talking about Shamecast, he had made a comment about uh, people wearing dog costumes and walk around their house and shit. Yeah. And in that in that pod culture episode, he made the same comment, um, shit talking you. So I get the feeling that he might have like at least a leather dog mask somewhere in his closet or something that he likes to put on. Maybe Carly likes to have him go in the crate while he podcasts or some shit. I don't fucking know. Um, just throwing that theory out there. Also, Lenny Dykstra is responsible for the Beirut explosion. Tell me that. <laughs> That's awesome. I love wild speculation. I will play any voicemail where it's just wild speculation and accusations. I think that's the most fun part. Yeah. About, about I mean, aren't those show. leather masks really expensive though? Ooh, that's a good point. Although, he might be like a furry tail butt plug kind of guy, you know? That's a good point too. I could yeah. see that. He's probably wearing it while he makes those awesome comedy videos that he does. Oh my God. Like he just spins around and you see the tail whip. <laughs> I love oh, that. Oh, Vic's getting moist over there. <laughs> on our on our last bonus show, we did a crossover episode with Dick Masterson and Sean, and uh, we talked about these Rebel Eaters Club, and they said that um, vegetables are weaponized against fat people. Oh, no. We had a farmer call in who was not too thrilled with that. Hey, Carl, this is your local weapons dealer, or as they call us in my industry, vegetable farmer. Uh I just got to say that that fat bitch from the bonus episode with you and Dick on patreon.com slash WATP is such an entitled, out-of-touch piece of shit. Like, you think that vegetables are a weapon against fat people? Bitch, come work on the farm for a fucking day. See how you feel. (laughs) You'll sweat fucking 200 pounds out in your first week, I guarantee. But what do you do for a living? Sit in a fucking office and just... Speak into a microphone all day about how fat people are oppressed and then run training seminars about how to deal with fat oppression. Bitch, if you had to fucking survive at all, you'd be straight fucked except for that 10,000 calorie per day budget that you stored away. I mean, just fucking ridiculous, man. I like that nothing about that was trying to be fun or funny. He's pissed. Like, that's like just real rage and i appreciate that too and that yeah. woman that woman deserves it she was such an asshole i mean like farmers always try to flex how hard their job is though like i've never met a farmer that's like oh you know it's just work like they're always have to they always have to be like oh man like it was fucking 100 degrees bro like it's because wild. their job fucking sucks oh, it's boom, a lot of hard work. fucking throw a fucking mexican in the field oh no <laughs> You know, Vic, it's not, it's not run like a Panera Bread is run. We can just throw Mexicans in there and get the work done. <laughs> it's fine. Just pick a retarded kid off the street and put him in there. I think they Have do that, but there's still a lot of work to do. <laughs> so, Carl, I'm watching the bonus episode up on Patreon, 
patreon.com slash WATP. Uh, and I just wanted to know if anyone's ever told you that you look like the illegitimate love child of Anthony Cumia and Jimmy Norton. Huh. Not a, not a great observation. No, no one's ever told me that. And it's patreon.com slash who are these podcasts. Last anyone was looking for that and did not have the correct URL. Now you do. But thank you for checking that out, buddy. I appreciate it. Um, this is Shower Poop Nation wanted to huh. plug something that they're doing on TikTok. Hey, Carl. It's me. I just wanted to uh, see, you know, since I'm such a big fan, if I could maybe get a little shout out. Uh, I got shadow banned after my first day on TikTok, but uh, I just want to get the word out there. Uh, maybe check out Shower Poop Nation. It's all one word. Yep. At Shower Poop Nation. I appreciate it. Thanks. Call me back. All right, so if anybody has ridiculous TikToks that they want to promote, apparently that's what the WATP hotline is for. Who knew? Uh, BonerGuy69 called into the show. Hey, Carl. BonerGuy69 here. Starting off with um, a caller call-out to the other UK caller last week who said he was spending a lot calling you. Just use Skype, idiot. It's like less than two pence a minute. Anyway, main purpose of the call is for a request. Can you put the songs of the show on the website, maybe? I would say put them on, um, like, iTunes or something, but it's not your work, so I don't think you'd, you'd be able to charge for that. But PJ's songs in particular are excellent. If you have Agreed. the download page on the site or something, that'd be ace. The, the favorite thing song, the Seamus' favorite thing song is awesome. Yep. Also, the one where he auto-tunes the baby crying is just wonderful. Um, and uh, thanks for plugging Vic's Insta there. If, I'm, just need to let everyone know, if she gets to over a 1,000 followers, it's going to be mostly feed pics, guys. So come on, let's, let's keep subscribing to Victordia with two R's. I'm surprised it took you so long to plug it, Carl, because it's, it's got turd in it, and um, that's like your favorite way of having sex. You f- Oh, forget it. You can make that joke yourself. Bye. Weird. Um, okay. I agree. The auto-tune one, where is my mom? Where is my dad? Where is my dad? So fucking funny, PJ. Always killing it. Yeah, I'll probably create a SoundCloud page or something and put all the songs up there. I get that request quite a bit, and it would be a good place to have a single spot where you could check all those out. Vic, so you're getting a lot of people following you now on Instagram that's out there? Yeah, um, I get too many nice messages, so just shit on me. Okay, very good. And I wanted to ask you, and I forgot, how many people are subscribed to your OnlyFans now? Uh, I only check every couple days, but mm-hmm. I, last time I checked, it was like 10. All right. 10 so. times 10. I can't do that in my head, oh, but that's yeah. decent Big money. money. Something to sneeze at. <laughs> it's got to be like a shift and a half at Panera, right? Oh my God. Something like that. You just doubled your income. Congratulations. <laughs> Congratulations. But I'm telling you, Vic, you better, you better bring it this month or I might have to cancel. cancel uh, I did mine. bomb. I did bomb. Oh, good. All right. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Last call that I want to play here. Carl, you fucking big teeth, motherfucker. Why haven't you started hearing these stand-ups yet? You've been talking about Southern John stand-up, Vic stand-up, uh, fucking Patrick Michael stand-up. You're going to do Jerry Banfield. Motherfucker, why am I hearing you talk about stand-ups on fucking Who Are These podcasts, you stupid bitch? Yeah, you're right. You said it yourself. You got whoarethese.com for a reason to fucking use it. Fucking idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Hannah Gadsby too. 
And, well, Holy we've, shit. we've done a lot of stand-up stuff on this show. And yes, that is something that we should do. Who are these stand-ups? That's something that I should definitely be judging. Something I can't do. <laughs> I'm sure Will would definitely approve of that. By the way, Will was being very humble. He's a very funny guy. It, it is worth checking out his stand-up online. He's, uh, he's good. Vic, thank you so much for coming on, for reading reviews, and for whoring yourself out like you always do. Absolutely, Carl. I love it. Me too. All right. We got to go play at some person's party in the suburbs. <laughs> the, the gigs are not what they used to be <laughs> post-COVID, but we're excited to play. So uh, thanks, everybody, for hanging out. And we'll catch you on the flip side. For some reason, I always end with this. We uh, we called that the stinger. They don't, they don't let you use that no more. I got to get the PJ clip back on here. I couldn't find it. All right.